0: Welcome to the Yerky Boys. May the Candrona shine and strengthen you. My name is Will. My name is Jonathan. And we are the Yerky, Yerky Boys. Boys. Here today with book 33, The Illusion. Released in August <laughs> 1999. Wow. You know what that oh, means, don't you? Oh, what, what does it mean? Birthday book. That That's true. It is a birthday book. Birthday book for the birthday boys. This would have been a birthday book for me. And me. Uh, well, birthday book. Birthday, birthday. book. Birthday bur- book. We didn't, birthday uh, we didn't book. really mark the... Bur- <laughs> the bur- Are you okay over there? <laughs> I, I, I'm, everyone's
1: going to be chanting.
2: Birthday book. <laughs> birthday book.
0: Okay. Happy I was, birthday. You know, I was wondering... Maybe mm-hmm. that explains this because I was I was wondering. I looked in my copy of this book and I've got my name written in it in my little baby handwriting. Um and that's I, I was wondering that's why sad. did I write my name in this one? I haven't been writing them in the last couple. Maybe it's was a cause it's a birthday book.
1: What a little dweeb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh nobody better take my Animorphs
1: number thirty-three, the Illusion. That's mine.
0: What the fuck accent do I have? This mine.
1: Like, no it's one not else. just the
0: speech impediment. You're doing some kind of.
1: No one else can read about the uh, the the horrors of war and child soldiers. Only am I from me. like
0: Boston
2: or something? Yeah, shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, this is another ghost-written book. We're we're pretty much only doing ghost written books now uh, for a while. Um, this is b- written by Ellen. You 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 took French, right? Giroux? Yeah. I would say that... Garouks. <laughs> Ellen uh, who is that, Is
1: that uh, French? Who says it's
0: French? It's got kind of an O-U-X. Isn't that French? I don't know. Is that not French? What How is that? How the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm relying on you for all. All right, listen. <laughs> the, the Ellen it Ellen could be anything. Uh, Ellen Graux, uh She wrote five, or this this is the first one of hers we're doing. But she wrote five different animorphs books, which makes her the most prolific ghost writer in the series. Wow. So I'm that's kind of pretty cool. I'm surprised
1: that we're still hitting new ghostwriters. Feels like at this point they would have just found their stable, but I guess not.
0: Yeah, we're going to keep doing it for a while, although uh, I, I'm not sure we have many left who've done multiple books. Like, we've got at least one more who only did one, so, but. Mm. Well, Ellen must but, be a keeper. They kept her around. I guess so. They decided they liked what she did here. Now, Unlike um, some other
1: Ellens I can think of.
0: Eh eh yeah I, okay <laughs> Nope I did nope. a quick search on uh on on Ms Garauks and uh I did not find like anything else that she did
1: Yeah neither I did I
0: so I just she's just, a, just yeah.
1: now I searched and I didn't find anything
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well this is uh th- listen this this is either just a totally fake name or the only thing she did was anamorphs
1: it sounds like another name K. Applegate invented.
0: <laughs> do you think, do you think, uh, how many of these ghostwriters do you think, like, cause some of them we haven't found other stuff that they've done. Do you think that those people all are just using fake names?
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's possible. It could be like an Alan Smithy thing.
0: Yeah. And if so, do you, do you think that K. Applegate is giving them the names? Maybe J- K.
1: Applegate is writing these, but she is embarrassed <laughs> about them now, and she wants to pretend they're ghostwriters.
0: Yeah, that makes sense to me. (laughs) New conspiracy theory. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah, Uh, me too. I'm I'm assuming we don't have any other... I mean, normally by now you'd have stopped me with pre-show business if we have pre-show. Oh,
1: I guess we do have some pre-show business. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot. No, that's okay. (laughs) I forgot. We do have some old business to discuss from last Uh week. I just wanted to clear the air, set the record straight, because last week we made a lot of assumptions about uh, Kay Applegate using Star Trek as inspiration for the plot. And mm-hmm. there's a quote on Seropedia from the Anna base where she does, in fact, spe- specifically say that she f- ripped it off from Star Trek. So the the original so, Star Trek.
0: So we're very smart.
1: Yeah, but we're also kind of dumb because I was I uh, didn't remember I don't remember the exact plot of this episode, but it sounds like like a split personality thing did happen in the OG Star Trek. I don't remember, but it, it's there.. Um, the other thing I had a couple things we, last episode was just so full of shit. I didn't mm-hmm. have space to say all the dumb fucking shit I wanted to say. <laughs> I'm sorry for <laughs> cursing. This is going to be a bad episode, folks. And so I uh, just a couple things I wanted to say. First of all, you know, last, you know, we had two Rachel's last book. Yes, that's true. If it had been uh, another character, it might have felt like a sequel to Chinatown. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: I don't know what you mean. If it had
1: been a certain other anamorph that had been multiplied, it might have felt like it was a sequel to the movie Chinatown. Okay. Okay. The sequel to the movie Chinatown is called The Two Jakes. Okay. I made the same joke when we read uh, The Forgotten.
0: <laughs> uh, so you assumed I would know that by now.
1: Yeah, I thought you would have learned it from the first time.
0: <laughs> okay. But well, it's a good it's a good joke. Information just
1: washes off you like water on a car. <laughs> is that a
0: phrase? I'm just I, I'm just not sure that that's uh, worthwhile information.
2: Well,
1: apparently uh, you've learned your lesson now because fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. All right. And in, so next in this case, the it. me is you. Yeah. Sure. I also, I didn't, we didn't really talk about some of the implications of the starfish splitting you into two people. Like mm-hmm. specifically, it occurred to me that you could use, kind of use the starfish morph tech to just create an army. <laughs> like you could literally create life using this kind method. Of
0: a, kind of a bad army.
1: I don't know. I mean, we've only tried it once. How do we know that happens every time?
0: Well, yeah, maybe it splits. Bit. It just feels that if you're splitting people up, that the halves are not going to be particularly useful.
1: Well, what if you keep doing it? You keep doing it from one person. This, you keep splitting the splits over and over until they're just zombies and maybe they'll just do whatever you say. I'm just saying, if the military got their hands on starfish morph tech, I feel like they'd they'd be all over that and they'd fuck some shit up. Sure, you. I mean, you can create life with this yes. method. <laughs>
0: you can create life with this method. We already had uh, the ability to create seemingly infinite mass somehow, uh, just by like lopping off hunks of large animals and then morphing back and doing it again. Uh, which I think we've gone over, but you are right. You're creating new life here.
1: I just I just don't want the implications of that to go unnoticed.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's more. It's all you're just splitting old life. You haven't made any new life, right? It's just you know because each one of those is only half alive.
1: Kind of. Well, don't get Gordon Freeman involved with this.
0: Listen. <laughs> anyway. What would would would. What other implications about the starfish would you like to discuss? That was it.
2: That was <laughs> it. Okay. Okay.
1: I just think there's a lot there that that someone could write us four paragraphs about in an email and compare it to a weird book or some shit and we could mm. read that later.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. Um I
1: that's all the old business I have. Okay. <laughs> I do have another one bit of new business. All right, let's hear this new business. I'm just not I just don't feel that I don't know. I just don't know that it's the str- my strongest effort.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you don't have to, to if you, no, if you don't if you're not feeling, no, you know, I'm not going to make you no, do anything uh, that you no, don't want to do. I I
1: I have to do it. You did you sent me a lot of threatening texts <laughs> saying, "Don't fuck up if you Listen, don't come with something good, I'm going to fucking kill you." Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but you, you did last week. You came up with something good, so I don't well, know. Well,
1: I know, but it's now it's a demand. and Two weeks in a row, I have to come back here with a brand new parody song relating mm-hmm. to this novel. <laughs> All right, well. Don't usually refer to the Anwar's books as novels, but I'm going to start.
0: Well, now that you've hyped it up so much and we know how, how good it is and we're ready.
1: Here's a little here's a little song as usual it's related to the book so if you'ven't read the book yet you won't know what you don't really know what it's about but it's but it, probably you have so this is for all of you freaks out there Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
2: <laughs> nice to meet you and a light I will make you feel so many things Pleasure, madness, soreness, pain Trapped you there, and I thought Oh my god, look at that beak You're so small, pathetic, and weak Make you shriek, in thought speak. E. Tail feathers won't grow back When I rip them off and clip your wings Ain't it funny? You can't fly, cause you'll crash into the ceiling So hey, give up your friends You're dying and this is how it ends Push my buttons, blue and red Why is this bird looking at me like I'm his girlfriend? So you're trapped in more forever? Or you're gonna give me their names? You can tell me where they're hiding Or be crushed by searing pain Give me a list of the bandits Don't test me, I'm insane Cause I used to be popular. A yerk's in my brain. Cause I'm young and I'm reckless. I'll push my buttons hard. They'll give you a some And then some nasty scars. Give me a list of your partners. I told you I'm insane. But I've got a big cute baby. And Taylor's my name.
0: All right. I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me. Well,
1: there it is. There you go.
0: Now now that we've got bangers two weeks in a row, I mean, people are gonna be pretty let down when they don't come every week from now on. No,
1: no. I can't this can't this is a rare treat. These are periodic. But that's the song for this book. And if you want to hear the full version, you have to sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com/slash <laughs> the Yerky Boys. Nor we also uh, have bonus episodes every week.
0: Yeah, that's pretty hype. Uh, when you get you get that song, you get all your other songs. This is you get bonus episodes. What More can yeah. anyone ask for?
1: <laughs> it's really good. It is really good. The good thing about uh, blank space is you almost it kind of works for the character without changing any lyrics.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I You're right, a hundred percent. All right. The other nice thing is uh, with you can just fill in the blanks with whatever's the um from the book, so you don't have to like change. Uh, you write it.
1: By, by the <laughs> end of blank. um, by the end of the show, I'll have one parody song from each
0: era each taylor swift era yeah now that's a goal right there
1: (laughs) we've got three so far out of 10 that's too many fuck never mind i'm not i am taken back immediately
0: (laughs) i mean listen never say never
1: (laughs) okay well i might say never now (laughs) anyway we can Uh, talk about the book
0: yeah we can talk about the cover here Mm -hmm.
1: that's what i meant of course
0: yeah. What do you? How do you feel about what? Do you, what do you think looking at this cover?
1: All right. The cover <laughs> is. This is a Tobias book, of course. So, mm-hmm. but but yeah, Tobias is turning into Axe. Yes. I I guess if you're looking at this cover in the store, maybe you wouldn't know it's Axe right away, because all Andalites look the same.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, but it, it, I guess it doesn't look like. Elfangor looked more badass. It's clearly a male. I don't does know. he though?
1: Like, is that is that just cause they drew him that one time? Yeah, or?
0: cause they drew him that one time. <laughs>
1: I mean <laughs> I just mean like, does he look more badass or did it was it just like, oh that cover they put more effort into it, so they made him look cooler or something? Like what actually are his characteristics that differentiate him? Is he taller? Are his eyes a different color? They they all kind of look the same. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, I think his eyes looked a lot less stupid than these. The stock eyes. That's just because they didn't...
1: I think they just didn't decide what an Andalite's eyes looked like yet.
0: Mm. I I think They decided they looked dumber.
1: Yeah, they just weren't as consistent yet. (laughs) Anyway, it's a hawk, as we said again, turning into an Andalite. And then in the background, you have the ghost of boy Tobias... Looking on,
0: yeah, which I think is this like, uh, well, I, I was gonna say it's the standard, but no, they did it in one book because we've only had one book since he morphed into anything other than a boy.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't remember that. I thought that was just so you knew this wasn't an axe book because otherwise, I mean, yeah,
0: were... <laughs> that is necessary, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it could be it's a coin toss, you don't know who's talking in this one, should have been both. That is one
0: shared. of the problems, like, you know, you'd think it'd be this, like, cool, exotic morph to turn into an Andalite, but, like, really, every time we get an Axe book, we get an Andalite, so this is the same as if we had a book with Axe turning into a bird on the cover, which, you know, mm. kind of kind of boring.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you gotta have one cover where someone turns into an Andalite, right? You gotta have, but it'd be better if it was a person, maybe, I don't know. Yeah,
0: but we also already had Axe turning into a person, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, but like we've already seen the transition. It's not the same. It's not. There's some pretty like, good. Yeah, yeah. These middle forms, uh, pretty yeah, good, good animals. Little cryptids.
1: <laughs> they're little. They look like little creeps. Is what they look like. Yeah, <laughs> they look like weird little freaky. I don't know. I just feel like they're perverts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're gonna. They're like gremlins. They're gonna like jump around and hide inside of your. Sock drawer and jump out.
0: Is that like the faces, like the last two faces you're thinking?
1: Yeah, they're they're gross. I don't like them. They look like assholes.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like how it immediately he's got wings and legs, and mm-hmm. so they just kind of duplicate the back half so he can have four legs and his wings can turn into arms. So even in the second stage, he's just got four taloned feet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, his wings are it is weird how they just seeing a hawk with just a long body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of kind of creepy. Why are, uh, are their andelite hands always flesh
0: colored like that? They're not I blue. I thought they usually were. Like the fur sort of disappears, but I'm not positive about that. I
1: thought they were more blue, but whatever.
0: They do look kind of beefy here. Like they're supposed to have little dainty, delicate hands. His hands are kind of hammy, <laughs> ham hands. Yeah, ham hands.
1: I don't even want to talk about this quote on
0: the cover. Can we just skip it? <laughs> Change happens, whether we like it or not. Only got three dots on this cover. I don't three know dots. if thought. Yeah, three dots. That's alert. not even the inner cover. Like the inner cover, they've started doing the three dots. This outer, I don't know. That's it, noteworthy.
1: That's, but other than that. This sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, just, you're right.
1: It sucks. It's another one that sucks.
0: Something, uh,
1: something changed. It's five p.m. I'm going home. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: That, that yeah, that is the vibe I get from that.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: if we go inside, it says uh, talk about a family reunion. Whoa. And then there's there's a picture. Two Andalites. Yeah. Two two axes. (laughs)
1: Two-two. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah, that's, they're standing in the woods. Does this, wait, does this actually happen? I don't remember this. There's a part where, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They do like a little thing. When he, when he first morphs Axe, they're like, yeah, in the woods.
1: Okay, sure. That's nice, I guess. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it's a nice there's some like rays of light coming through i i honestly i don't know i don't have that much to say about it i guess no there's it's two. it's kind of boring <laughs> yeah there uh, they are tobias looks kind of goofy as axe here like axe in the background like watching him is fine but he i don't know his, something oh, no. about his posture is just Dude, very
1: axe's hands in the background totally look bluer than tobias yeah hands. you're right they do <laughs> or it's just because it was harder to, like, <laughs> differentiate. Why is he so buff?
0: His <laughs> arms shouldn't be that buff.
1: Yeah, it is weird. They, why do they not look identical? <laughs> Antelite tails are kind of gross.
0: That's true. I, I don't let's, like it. The blades look small, too. They look like feminine tail blades to me.
1: Yeah. Like, they should let's, be bigger. Let's beat them up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll be, uh, what, what's his name, Rick this or something, we we'll me find out in this book. <laughs> okay. I've got it written down.
1: All right. All right, whatever. There's Andalites.
0: Yeah. There's, there's going to be Andalites in this book. All right. So, so can we, I guess there's a book.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the book. The Illusion, which by the way, I heard they originally, uh, this was called The Trick, but then they changed it <laughs> because it's it's not a it's no law it's not the trick it's it's the illusion michael <laughs> you know you're kind of stupid that's people will love that <laughs>
0: All right, so, so the book starts off at another school dance. Um, I think we just did a school dance in book 29, but we're starting off in one again here. And uh, and once again, Tobias is here at the dance with Rachel. Um, they have been, I guess, standing around awkwardly all night, and Tobias is kind of worried about the time. Uh, they Rachel pulls them out. They do like a single slow dance together, and then Tobias realizes he only has eight minutes left uh, before he gets stuck as a boy and so he's panicking and Rachel's kind of like oh no just stay a little bit longer um and uh, Tobias runs off to go find a place to demorph and he uh, along the way he runs into uh, uh, Chapman talking to Eric and he also runs into an old English teacher of his named Mr. Fayroyan uh, <laughs> who, rec- <laughs> who recognizes him there's like a whole scene. He uh, jumps over one of those metal gates that block off the hallways and stuff, and he uh, manages to demorph uh, just barely in time to avoid uh, getting stuck as a human. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, first off, this is, it was what, four books ago? They were at another school dance?
1: <laughs> well, it's that means it's been six months. This is the next dance. Right? I guess yeah. that's fair.
0: Yeah. Sure. They're happening like once a month. Yeah, sure, sure.
1: Which means they must be graduating soon, which means it must be there must be in high school the next couple books.
0: Yeah, yeah. Smart. Probably September.
1: Probably next book will be their the start of fall semester.
0: Alright, I'll agree with that. Next book <laughs> is, is fall semester.
1: I Googled uh the name Feyroyan. <laughs> uh-huh. Probably shouldn't shock you to discover that there is no result other than Animorphs.
0: Uh Uh-huh. It does not.
1: What the fuck is wrong with her?
0: And now, (laughs) when I... Seeing that name now, I'm looking at that and I'm like, I swear to God there must have been an Andalite called Faeroyan at some point.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This is an alien name. Yeah. This is not (laughs) a human name.
0: Faeroyan Escafil. The Fangorn. I don't know. Did you nailed you it. He did yeah. great.
1: Tobias kind of reminds me of you in this chapter. How so? Because he's like a f- total freak. <laughs> he's just staring at people and he doesn't know how to look at people. And he's just like staring at them and standing in one place and being freaky and weird.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Making everyone I uncomfortable. I don't think that's an accurate description of me. I have seen you do that before. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think that that's fair.
1: You've done that to me before.
2: <laughs>
0: I just. I just, I just don't know. Fr- you're I a freak. Just don't know about that. That's sort of just my read of it. I don't know about all that. It just. Now, it sounds like. You it's just, fine. We're moving yeah. on.
1: We're moving on. <laughs> the people listening know what to believe.
0: Yeah, they. They do.
1: A lot of Rachel in this book, of course. Because yes. now that now that the ghost writers have finally decided, why don't we actually explore their relationship instead of like vaguely hinting at it twice? <laughs> it does feel like there's a lot of that, these ghost written books. It does kind of feel like th- these are people who have read the Animorphs and they're like, I think Tobias and Rachel are a couple. Why don't we actually do something <laughs> about it?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And I mean, here's we've mentioned this before. Rachel books come right before Tobias books, which is a great opportunity to sort of do either like a story or a thematic tie in across those two books back to back, which is something that has never been done before. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a little bit of that here.
1: Well, they do not make a single mention of what happened
0: to Rachel in the last book. They don't. That is true. I, and there, when I say there's a little bit, <laughs> there is I'm like a, comparatively.
2: Well, there is other
1: connecting tissue between the two books, but not that part of it. I, so it's just like I don't know. She, sh- it's fine. We all moved. She went through something horrible, <laughs> a crisis that we all had to deal with, and now it's like two weeks later. Whatever, we've we've moved on. It's over. Who cares? It's done.
0: Yeah. You know, it it makes me wonder on these ghostwritten books, because I like if you, you know, maybe thematically there's tie ins, but if we're not referencing specific events, like you do wonder, like, were these written month to month? Or did she send out a batch of them, like kind Mm -hmm. of have them outlined and send out a batch? And so maybe like, I have some idea of where the books are going, but I can't, like the ghostwriters themselves can't reference the old books necessarily. Uh, I mean, the problem mm. is that 30 and 31, like 31 did actively reference 30. But other than that, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. It's one of those things, who the hell knows how these were written. But there is there is one line where Rachel is talking to Tobias and saying she wants normalcy. Mm-hmm. And she says, she talks about their anamorph life. And she says, quote, I don't like what it does to me, Tobias. Mm-hmm. And I am reading that as, for me, the only indication, but I'm I'm grabbing onto it, mm-hmm. of, of growth within Rachel from the last book. I'm taking that as her lesson learned she doesn't like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the problem is that she learned that lesson in book 22,
1: Listen, there's only so many lessons,
0: okay? (laughs) She still feels that way, which makes sense, but I don't know that she learned it last book. She learned it
1: more deeply. Hmm. (laughs) I think she did.
0: Okay. If that's what you think.
1: It's deeper in her. Come on now.
0: Go on. So there is like a whole bit in here where it almost seems like maybe... Rachel is intentionally trying to get Tobias stuck. Right. Or at least <laughs> Tobias is worried that maybe Rachel is intentionally trying to get him stuck. Right. Cause he keeps being like, I got to leave. And she keeps being like, Oh, just stay. She gets like a whole conversation about, you know, their, their relationship or whatever, while he's actively trying to figure out how to leave and morph. Um, yeah. I don't know
2: what, I don't know what, uh, it's, I, so this comes up a couple
1: of times in this book. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I buy it to be honest. I don't know that they, I don't know if I'm supposed to buy it. I don't really believe, I don't know to if I'm buy supposed it? To, to buy it. To, to buy, buy it. Yes. <laughs> I Continue. I just, I don't think there's enough in here. I, I never, nothing has ever made me think Rachel would actually intentionally trick him into staying a boy forever. I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like she would do that. It doesn't feel like Tobias should think. I I, I don't know. I sort of get it, but I don't think that they pushed it hard enough
0: to be believable in this book. That's fair, I think. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess because, you know, if you are looking at the because I've said before, I've said before, like, oh, Rachel doesn't really want this. She thinks she wants this, but she doesn't um, actually want this. And um, if I think about last book, I guess there there is kind of this idea that's like, do you think that maybe, maybe Rachel is lying to herself that she wants Tobias to be a boy because, like, Tobias the boy represents nice Rachel, whereas Tobias the hawk represents mm-hmm. mean Rachel and she wants to be nice Rachel? I don't know. Yeah. Is that yeah. something? Does yeah. that make sense?
1: No, that makes sense. But it could just be like, oh, I want... I don't just tell him to get in the bathroom and morph and demorph and come back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, why do we have to make this a weird thing? Also, Tobias, like, is, there's all this business of, oh, no, that teacher recognized me, maybe. I'm in mm-hmm. trouble.
2: Yeah, you, like, shouldn't
1: be out in public at all. Remember the whole time that the Yurks specifically targeted you because they thought you might be related to... <laughs> Alan Fangor and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Shouldn't they all, isn't it extremely risky for him to be at this school with them ever? <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I have similar, uh, concerns about Axe. Uh, they don't really, he, he's not human here, but later in the book, he's going to be human and the uh, same idea. Like, what are they doing?
1: Yeah. It's a bit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're stupid. They're stupid mm-hmm. kids.
0: I will say, as far as this dance goes, uh, my memories of this dance are are, you know, I hate to relitigate it, but if they get all tangled up with the dance in twenty nine. Um, you know, when I, when even for this podcast, when I was reading book, there's a scene in this where Tobias, like, yeah, I think I mentioned it, he jumps over at, like the metal gate, and I remember in when I was rereading twenty nine, this literal reread, I was like. Where's the scene where he has to jump over the metal gate? One of them has to do that, right? To get away from, like, Chapman or something? I don't know. Some of it feels kind of (laughs) samey. I I know it makes sense. There's going to be multiple dances, but uh, some of it does kind of feel like, like, oh, the school dance, that's a great opportunity to do something with Tobias and Rachel. Too bad we didn't do that last time we had it. I guess we'll just, I don't know, do it again. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like...
1: You know, I sort of understand from a writer's perspective, I, you need an opening scene. They're kids. They go to school. You want there to be like romantic tension. What's like a thing that happens at school? Your choices are basically class, an after school program of some kind or a dance, I guess. And Tobias doesn't go to the school. So he's not in class and he's not in he doesn't play tennis or whatever. <laughs> so you either sneak him into a dance. I don't know. Maybe that's all they can come up with. <laughs>
0: Yeah, need more scenes of Tobias hanging out in Rachel's room in the evening. Or, like, maybe Rachel forces Tobias to be a boy and come to the mall, and he's like, I want to fly!
1: <laughs> yeah, there's the mall, too, yeah. I don't uh, know. Rachel comes off as kind of transphobic in this, <laughs> in this scene. Oh, where so? <laughs> I have uh, the quote she says to him. Oh, no, I lost it. <laughs> Hold You're on. ruining
0: your punchline here. It's not... Uh, It's not, I mean, I kind of, it's not, it's, well,
1: you know, I kind of mean it. She says, uh, she says, he says something about this body, referring to his human body. And Rachel Mm -mm. says, you mean your body. The body you're in now is your body, Tobias. It's who you truly are, normally, naturally. (laughs) Just sounds, you pretty much could just replace that rhetoric with, talking to a trans person, (laughs) but I don't know. I mean, we haven't really talked about that. I mean, you could read anything into this, some of these metaphors in these books, but maybe we have mentioned it and I don't, it was a long time ago, but Tobias definitely, I feel like could be read as a trans metaphor. I doubt it was intended as such, but I'm sure that I'm sure that some kids
0: could relate to it in that way. I'm sure that that is a thing. I, I think he, it's hard to make him work because he's so like, that neither one of these things feels truly like me or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, maybe he's uh, like gender fluid. Yeah. That I, I don't think like... any of that's intentional, but
2: yeah,
1: no, I don't think so. But, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it could, it could be there. I feel like it's something.
0: Yeah, sure. Get get some get some non cis white guy on our <laughs> podcast, and they can uh, make all their theories about Tobias. No, well, I do think better that, job than us.
1: No, I think that I am fine. I think I do a good job. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't uh, anyone else? Oh, Marco's the man, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Marco's good. Marco's good in this scene.
1: He has, one, like, one thing that he says, but it's great. Yeah. This is a natural high, a good music high, Oh, lots of girls in short skirts high, a people laughing high. This is fun. Do you two remember fun? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, God. I want to party with Marco, man. See, he,
0: he introduces himself with some line. It doesn't he like, isn't it like from a song or something? I don't remember. I was going to um, look it up and then I forgot.
1: What does he say? Let's kick it, boys and girls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. Maybe I was like, there's oh uh, yeah, It's well, like, let's kick it something.
1: Yeah. L- yeah. yeah well, it? this was, a i guess this is going to be come up in the pop culture references, but. Mm. Uh, cause then Tobias says he was belting out lyrics. Like his first name was ice or something, mm. but so, so I guess it's vanilla ice because he said like, let's kick it. That's ice ice baby.
0: Yeah. Okay. But I guess this is, yeah,
1: but that would be his last name was ice. Not his first name. <laughs> Unless there's <it was> a <laughs> sure typo. It would be.
0: I don't, so I
1: was confused. And then I was like, is it, is it, is it um ice spice
0: <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck did, was she even alive when this book came out <laughs> probably not <laughs> um old yeah
1: it, it sucks when you're old yeah.
0: kids speaking never of, get old eh, eh, eh. Uh, speaking of old there was i did enjoy the little um bit in there where they're like stopped in front of a uh, a bulletin board with like bird facts, and one of them has the lifespan of a red-tailed hawk at eighteen years in the wild. Uh I don't know. I thought that was a kind of oh, yeah. sobering moment.
1: Yeah. Well, I—I I mean, the idea there is supposed to be like, "Hey, Tobias, you're probably gonna die." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but also, then I'm wondering, well, is that does that does the counter reset every time he morphs <laughs> into a human and back to a hawk?
0: <laughs> That's true. I mean, I suppose that. I guess that whole shit ties in with his age as a human kid too.
1: Well, I don't know if the 18 years lifespan is supposed to be how long they live just like in captivity or like it's likely that they'll get killed by another animal or something.
0: I think it said 18 years was a generous estimate for wild hawks in the book and and, uh, I don't know if this is true or not but it said like oh a a hawk in captivity might live longer because they have like medical care or I don't fucking know (laughs) I didn't fact check this yeah
1: I'd believe it oi crikey you want to know some hawk facts
0: (laughs) I do it's
1: me Steve Irwin pop back in mate I got wow I don't know just about Australian animals. Also know about the red-tailed hawks from from the good old U.S.
2: Why,
0: <laughs> mate? Oh wow! Tell tell me a bit about those, Steve Irwin. I can confirm eighteen years about in the wild. That's right. Okay, okay, that's a bit predatory, though, isn't it?
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, seems it just be. right to me.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know. You, you can be talking in like Aus- that in Australia.
1: In Australia, it's more like fifteen years. <laughs> Things are different over here.
0: <laughs> All right, I, I think we, I'm just, Mr. Irwin, we're going to have to ask you to leave. The, Got to skedaddle. We're going to get you canceled.
1: Oh, he's nice. I hate when <laughs> don't posthumously cancel people. You know, if they're dead, just let them be. Just let them be. <laughs> pedophile, whatever. They're dead. Just let us enjoy them. Leave Steve Irwin alone. I'm not saying he is a pedophile, but if he is, it's fine. Okay.
0: Uh, um, Eric's at this stance.
1: Yeah, and Eric's there too. Who gives a
0: shit? Well, it's funny because Chapman is yelling at him for smoking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That is weird. They don't usually... Nowadays, you wouldn't even mention smoking in a kid's book. I don't know that they have before, either. I don't remember it mention of cigarettes.
0: I think, like, they've said they told Axe it was bad to eat cigarette butts. Oh, that does
1: sound familiar.
0: <laughs> I think that's about as far as they've gone there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tobias seems like a kid who would have started smoking. Like, if he didn't become yeah. a, a, an anamorph, he would have been in with a bad crowd, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think Tobias would have been smoking.
1: One of the few things that separates him from you, because you're t- too much of a pussy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I never smoked. I'm a yeah. good kid.
1: I smoked a pack a day.
0: <laughs> oh, really? All right. So... <laughs> Okay, that's why I sound at, like this. <laughs> Eric was at the dance, and um, this
1: show's fucking stupid. What? Who's <laughs> listening to this? <laughs> okay, keep going.
0: <laughs> Eric was at the uh, dance, like I said, uh, and um, and while he was there, he told Jake about uh, I don't know if you remember from the last book the anti-morphing ray. We're, we're bringing Jake? back the anti-morphing ray. Um, the, Qi, the, the the Yerks are, are ready to use it on a live test subject. They're ready to test it. And the Chi have lost track of it. They don't know where it is. Um, so anyway, after the dance, all of the Animorphs, they meet up at the barn to discuss it. Um, and they figure, oh, obviously the Yerks are going to try to um, capture one of them to test the ray on because it's like it's too dangerous for Visser 3 to, to risk having it tested on him. Um, Jake has this idea that one of them could get captured on purpose to lead them to it. Um, and people are like volunteering to be the person to get captured, but Jake is kind of hesitant because he's got this plan, but he doesn't want to be the one to suggest it. Uh, and eventually Tobias realizes oh, if if the Yurks capture me, then they'll use the demorphing ray, the anti-morphing ray on me as the hawk, and they'll think that it doesn't work because I'm I won't I won't demorph. And then Visser 3 will scrap the whole project and kill all of his scientists. Um, so he volunteers and, uh, and they're going to go, uh, the sharing is currently, they have like a three day extravaganza because they're opening a new community center and possibly new pool entrance. So they're going to go to that meeting and, uh, and get Tobias captured.
2: Of
1: all the things from the last book, I really did not think the (laughs) anti-morphing Ray
0: was going to stick around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I held my tongue on that one pretty good.
1: Yeah, and I also wish that it didn't stick around. <laughs> Not only is it still around, it's also now so essential. <laughs> There's shorthand for it. They refer to it as the AMR.
0: Yes, I think they might have done that last book too, but they're they're doing it a lot this book.
1: I guess uh, just because they didn't want to keep writing anti-morphing Ray.
0: Yeah. I do recall you saying last book something to the effect of like, oh, what I really like about this is that it doesn't matter. It's just in the background. And you don't have to care about it at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. That's what I liked about it. So the mm-hmm. other parts that I didn't like about it <laughs> are still there. <laughs> right. And the parts that I did like about it are gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. It's the core uh, part of the book. <laughs> to be fair, I do think that the 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 using it on Tobias thing is pretty clever. Um, they don't have... There's not a lot of opportunity in these books to, like, play tricks on the Yorks with the fact that Tobias can morph even though he's an Nothlet. And that is the kind of thing that is fun and I wish came up more often. Uh, I don't know that that absolves the anti-morphing ray, but, you know... Yeah, at least it, there's some kind of a something.
1: I, it is that is pretty good. That I mean, that's good. Just, the anti-morphing race is just so stupid. <laughs> just such yeah. a dumb. Well, who can? Why is this a thing? We're gonna anti-morph you. What, just shoot them. <laughs> it's fucking stupid but John,
0: errors. <laughs> but John, it's the ultimate weapon. As Tobias says, if they get zapped with this, they'll have to demorph. It's not the like a Dracon beam where they weapon. wouldn't have to demorph if they got zapped. <laughs>
1: So, it's so ridiculous to to, to convince us that this is the ultimate weapon. It's ludicrous. (laughs) And also, Uh, the ray, they say, is ready for human testing now. What what were they doing with it before? What were they
0: testing it on? Nothing else. Well, they were just building it before, and now they're ready to test. Although, you make a strong point. (laughs) They do did, did they use the phrase human testing? I think they they do. I I wrote it down in my notes,
1: so <laughs> unless I got it very wrong, I think they do.
0: Hmm, I feel like Eric missed that one up there a little bit.
1: Yeah, Eric's dumb as usual. Ready for
0: and testing.
1: Right, is what it should have said. And
0: but but what
2: how do they how do they know it works at all? I mean, they 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 need how do they even like What science
1: even allows them to hypothesize that this will work? How
0: does it work? What the fuck is it? It's weird because, like, you know, you you can imagine, like, if I know a little bit about morphing theory and blah, 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 then, like, maybe I can say, ah, well, theoretically, if I do this, this, and this, it's going to undo whatever, blah, 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 Z-space bullshit. And so then you say, okay, are all of the parts doing the thing that I think they should be doing? Yes. Uh, it, it took me months of testing to get all the parts doing the thing that they should be, but now I gotta see if it actually demorphs them. But, like, okay, for all that bullshit I said to be true, you have to have a pretty good theoretical handle on, like, what morphing tech is. Um, but clearly, the Yurks can't replicate it. Like, they they can't make Escafil devices. So, like, like how do they have a good enough th- like is it that much easier to undo it than to grant someone the power I guess? Like what I don't mm, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Great great point. I have an I mean, idea I, for what could make this work. I guess they, can, work they know how better. to
0: sense it cuz they trained the <laughs> Velik. Yeah, what what would make it work better? I think you know. But <laughs> what, what would it be?
1: It should be magic. <laughs> it should be fucking magic. They came up with a new spell. <laughs> That does it or something, okay? They have a magic ray, a fucking wand. <laughs> Problem solved. Listen. I'm not gonna get into it again, listen, but this is just saying. this is
0: hard sci-fi. We <laughs> right. don't have any magic here. <laughs> You're
1: right. I'm sorry. You're right. I don't I don't want to ruin the sanctity of the <laughs> hard sci-fi laws. Yeah. 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 What's this word? Co- 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 coccidiosis? <laughs>
0: Uh, probably some kind of, I don't fucking know, some bird disease.
1: Yeah. uh, Tobias mentions it and nobody is like, what the fuck is that? Everyone just says, oh yeah, coccidiosis.
0: We've been over this before, but, uh, how does Tobias learn all this shit about birds? At
1: this point, he must be, Rachel's getting these books from the library for him. He goes to her place and reads them. She turns the pages for him.
0: it's a parasitic disease of the intestinal tract of poultry. Huh? Maybe Cassie taught him about it. Cause she lives on a, a, a farm.
1: Yeah, that could be it. There is a good bit here too, where, uh, Jake is intentionally not suggesting the plan. Cause he doesn't want to be blamed for being cruel. Is that the idea? Like he doesn't, he wants Tobias to suggest it so that he he's volunteering and it's not all at Jake's feet.
0: Yeah, I guess. like he doesn't he doesn't want to be like Tobias you have to go do this mission.
1: Right. It's like his little manipulative tactic, except that everyone is on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, just immediately everyone knows exactly what he's saying. And it doesn't make him feel better either. Like he at clearly least, feels yeah. really bad about it at the end anyway.
1: Marco and Tobias at least can tell. I don't maybe maybe the others can't, but
0: Cassie's gotta be able to tell.
1: Maybe only Axe doesn't know. <laughs>
0: That would make sense. It is funny that Cassie is, I think she is saying like, oh, it's too dangerous to a couple of them at first. But then as soon as the Tobias plan gets revealed, she's like, oh, gee, Tobias, you're so brave. She's not like, she doesn't keep saying it's too dangerous. She's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Do do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. We're getting into this territory where now are we expected to, like, now they're always going to be worried about each other on a mission. Like, that's never fun. I don't I, I don't need to have... Like, the, every book is a death mission. I got to now listen to them whining about each other every book, too?
0: <laughs> well, Tobias is actively getting himself captured and then um, having an experimental ray gun shot at him. On I, purpose. Guess, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's I a little... Know. He's
1: by himself, so it's not as... Secure. I don't know.
0: Yeah, who knows? I get why Rachel's upset.
1: Oh, we also uh, talked about uh, Eric being in the sharing. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing we talked about that last week because I would have been really confused reading this book because I definitely didn't remember that. <laughs> so that helped.
0: Yeah. No, he's the sharing member.
1: And Again, uh,
0: that's right. It is funny to think that. Uh, That there probably are just yurks and kids who like go smoke behind the school and like Chapman legitimately has to chew them out like you're a sharing member you can't go around smoking. (laughs) That's right. It's kind of like the oatmeal thing only they're doing it with human drugs.
1: (laughs) Do you think they are like you must have clean living don't let your stop letting your human body get fat (laughs) don't you're
0: they probably are yeah yeah they're probably like you're so you're giving in to your human body, your weak will your yeah, yeah. No twinkies.
1: <laughs> your human has a gym membership. use it <laughs> <laughs>
0: That would uh, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. gotta look good for the sharing.
1: yeah you gotta look good for the sharing. are we are we gonna get into the uh Shormator?
0: Yeah, let's let's talk about these sh- Um uh, All right, so that that evening, um, Tobias acquires Axe because he's going to have to be able to like pretend that he's an Andalite. Um, uh, so he acquires Axe and he morphs him, and uh, we get to learn some things about Andalites here. Like we learn that Andalites are instinctively optimistic, um, and we also learn. A little bit of andalite cultural history like the shormators which you mentioned which are uh tail blade carvings in rocks by ancient andalites that have to do with like tail fighting secrets um axe is like very excited to teach Tobias about being an andalite because he's very pompous and full of himself he tries to teach him a little bit of tail fighting um, he, he, Tobias gets to uh, drink some water with his hooves and see what's that, what that's like. And, uh, Axe teaches him a ritual as well.
1: Nice little bonding so, moment for them.
0: Nice little bonding moment for them. And, and a bit of like, uh, I don't know, Tobias's heritage or something too, since he's, I don't know, half Andalite and kind of Axe's uncle sort of.
1: Yeah. Th- this is really the first time we've explored that connection in any meaningful way. Yes. So I'm glad that they're finally doing that. Uh, I also, there's kind of a retroactive thing here that I appreciate, which is in the last four or five books, I feel like it's ramped up more and more lately. Axe keeps knocking people out with his tail blade Mm -hmm. and just, it's, I, I think I've called it a Vulcan nerve pinch because it's just very convenient that he's just like, oh, yeah, I can just, I don't have to kill them. I can just thwack and they pass out and they don't have, you know, a concussion or brain damage, I guess. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but here they call it the TORF, right? Is that what it's called? Yes, is that so- yes. Yeah.
0: the TORF.
1: So I'm like, I, I, I like it a little more. I can accept it if it's like, okay, this is a thing and a lights c- that's some weird technique they have. Again, literally like the Vulcan nerve pinch. It is that is it, pretty much.
0: It's better it's better that you call it the Vulcan nerve pinch than just have him go around and pinch some nerves sometimes.
1: Right. Yeah. Like like yeah, if you if it's just a guy Punching someone and they get knocked out perfectly every time, then it's like that makes no sense. But if you're like, oh well, it's a special alien punch technique, mm. it's the, it's the five point palm exploding heart technique, <laughs> yeah. I can get behind that. I'm on board for that.
0: That's I, the torf.
1: Like I, I really, I, I'm just so curious about how these books were written because I'm, I'm like, did Kay Applegate go? Hey, this has kind of been happening. Should I name it something or did the ghostwriter just decide to make this part up? Was this always a thing and they just didn't have a chance to explain it yet? I doubt that is the case but
0: yeah if only I knew more about Ellen Jericks, then that would we'd be able to say that. but yeah,
1: if only Ellen Ellen Gars <laughs> yeah <laughs> we also talk about the shores of the Aloupa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the shores of the Alupara, where the ancient masters uh, made their shore Uh <laughs> they did. They they carved. They talked about overcoming. Your you have to forget what you've learned and operate on instinct and uh, that kind of thing.
1: Are Andalites intensely optimistic <laughs> by nature? Yes.
0: Oh, They're oh, optimistic and joyful.
1: Right. Okay, yes, that's what the book tells us, but are they though?
0: <laughs> right. That's that's their instinct. They they do a lot of work to temper that, but that's uh inherently fundamentally that's what what they are by instinct.
2: I do
1: I mean, I don't think this is something that has been demonstrated at all before, but I I kind of like it. I think that's interesting that we the andalites as we know them are so militaristic. Mm-hmm. and and this idea that that's all nurture so to speak versus nature that they're just raised and trained in such a way to suppress their their instinct to be joyful
0: <laughs> yeah now now that being said that that's not necessarily a contradiction like i I do actually think optimistic would be a good single word to describe uh the general culture of America for example Yeah. Mm. Uh, like, that doesn't necessarily mean there aren't going to be hyper-militaristic, you know, just because they're populist. Like, they always believe that things are going to go well, and, uh, you know, maybe I'm just one bad break away from being a millionaire, and da 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 da, 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 da and we can win any conflict, and we deserve everything. I, I think that, that that can work. It's not really explored, but it's – I don't think it's – yeah. 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 These they, they, and I think we've gone over this before too, but they, these always, these things always make me wonder what it's like to morph a human, right? Like I morph an andelite, and they say, "Oh wow, it's, it's, I'm so optimistic." What what, what does Ax think when he morphs a human? As far as I can tell, all he thinks is me hungry. Like, is that what it's like to be a human? I
1: think yeah, I think that is. <laughs> what it's like you want me. food, yeah, cinnamon bun. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> I guess my, maybe another issue I have with this is, why is it all Andalites are optimistic? Why not just acts? Why, how Why are we, how does Tobias extrapolate, oh, I feel really optimistic. That must mean all Andalites are like this. Now that's just making them kind of a weirdly...
0: What's well, instinct? Uh, that's your instinct, right? He doesn't have Axe's mind. He only morphed. So he only gets like the instinctive drive mm, that most Andalites have. Mm, the, the way instinct- humans have an instinctive drive to eat hot dogs.
1: <laughs> and instinct, as we've established, I guess, is not specific to it. one animal in particular. They all, it's just what they share as a species.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess that's what an instinct is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right. I'm not sure. even 100% sure that instinct is a well-defined term in real life. Mm. Yeah. Like, where where do you draw the line between all the animals we found act like this and, like, they have, like, like, you know, we talk about, like, nature versus nurture in humans, but I, I don't know that that doesn't also apply in animals, right? Like, if you don't put them in that environment, do they have different quote-unquote instincts? I don't know. Crocky, I
2: could give you a bit of a word about that, mate.
0: Uh Steve Irwin, you've you've worn out your welcome for this well, episode. I, I you, can, you can come back next time. I, I, you're <laughs> I you bring talk about animals in biological not. terms. It seems like I should step in, mate. I, I just I just don't. Let me, what are I'll, we doing? I'll just say
1: I'll just say one thing. Wish stingrays didn't have the instinct to stab me in the fucking heart. <laughs> All right, goodbye, mate.
0: <laughs> goodbye steve Irwin.
1: okay i think he's actually he's left this time <laughs> he, he stuck okay. around before i didn't notice he was still in the corner
0: <laughs> okay okay
1: <laughs> but this time he's gone
0: uh um mm-hmm. yeah shormators a looper torfs <laughs> yeah
1: it's been a while <laughs> since we got any really fun alien words that's true I will. I guess that's one thing. I feel like there was a period where I was complaining that there were too many sci-fi, other planet books, and we've had a pretty long run of just hanging out in town books
0: this season. Yeah, I, that's that's so. true. Yeah. Like the back half, at least. Like we got some wild ones in the front half, but yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll reassess in our season recap, but.
0: Yeah, put a pin in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, so Saturday night, Tobias and all the others show up at that sharing meeting. Jake there goes there as a human with Tom. Axe is also human. Tobias is there as a bird, and the others are there as flies. Um, There's like sharing awards being given out and um speeches and such. And uh, uh, meanwhile, Marco, uh, the fly, is getting stuck in the chocolate fondue. And Axe is, like, sticking his hand in. And he almost eats Marco. And it's, like, a whole scene of getting him out. Um, viscer 3 shows up in Human Morph. And immediately, he's pissed off at all the flies. Uh, there's a scene where, like, Jake and viscer 3 are face-to-face. And viscer 3, like, tries to slap a fly. And Jake grabs his hand. Um, anyway, Tobias and... Axe, who eventually goes Xandalite, they, they infiltrate the new community center. They spy on some uh, security guards um, watching like the cameras, and they, they find out they're all watching the community center's jungle gym, which has a play tunnel, which leads down to the Yurk Pool. So they regroup and follow known controller Tacit from the sporting goods store to the tunnel... And, uh, and, and Axe makes an attack, and Tobias flies in with Rachel on him as a fly. Um, the opening of this sharing bit, where they're just fucking, like, Marco's in the fondue, <laughs> Axe's got cotton candy all over his face. A lot of those shenanigans to me, I, I don't know, something about it kind of reminds me of the early books.
2: Hmm. You yeah, that like yeah, well like it feels like a, like an
1: opening scene sort of sort of uh nonsense that occurs sometimes when you're just goofing off at a party or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of goofing off at the sharing meeting.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you
1: know, Axe is a human, so that's really that's really the whole thing is he's he just can't control himself around all the delicious food. I don't know why he was there to be honest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, like... The, Why is he yeah. there?
1: What, uh, well, what's his role? What is anyone's role here besides Tobias and Rachel?
0: Well, they need to scout out where where their new Yorkpool entrance is so Tobias can go in there. And then Axe does make a distraction as an Andalite eventually. But yeah, I mean, like, they make a whole thing where they're like, Jake, you should go as a human because um, they'll be looking for animals, so it's good to have some humans there. But then they put fucking Axe there as a human... I feel like by now they have to have figured out how Andalites act. Like there's no, how do they not look at this kid shoving his hand <laughs> in the fondue going, Ooh, food, da, choco, coletta. And say, Oh, it's an Andalite. I've seen this before. Remember when I got kidnapped by that Andalite who talked all weird? He talked just like that. Like when. Do-
1: <laughs> yeah. They just, they just, Yurks don't understand humans. They're just like, yeah, these humans are so weird. They're always doing shit like that.
0: The human hosts are just like I don't know. He's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They're feeding them that info and they're fine with it. I I wonder. I like that Jake is there because Tom is receiving an award. Mm-hmm. I want to know: Is he? What is the the award he's receiving? Does it does it mean something in the Yurk community? Is he being promoted, or is it just like we we need? the sharing to look like we do stuff. So we drew a name out of a hat, Tom, it's your turn to get a special honor at the ceremony, but none of it's means anything. You I know, was
0: I, getting the sense from the speeches that, that Tom was being like, this was a legitimate York award that could have been presented in a stadium of hork but they decided to do it at the sharing instead. But I, I, I don't know if that's true. They so the Yorks really
1: give say. awards like i don't know who's in charge of what is that <laughs> is visitor 3 like it, employee of the month <laughs> good job Yurk. <laughs> what's what does that mean you get to be promoted to a better human or something like what's the I, I just have a lot of questions about the logistics here
0: yeah those are all reasonable questions um it feels like they should have awards like medals and stuff cuz they're like a military. It also feels like Visser 3 would never give those. Maybe Chapman's in charge of that.
1: Yeah, someone else does. Yeah, it feels like Visser 3 would not the the Yurk culture as we know it, at least the sect that is uh, run by Visser 3 doesn't seem like they're the type to have like celebrations of any kind. <laughs> I feel like they just do their host thing and then they have meetings about killing humans and then they go home. Like that's it.
0: That's why they love the sharing so much. It's their, their, they have an excuse to throw parties and have a good time.
1: (laughs) It's again, the human instincts taking over. Yeah. Affecting them. That's right. I also wonder who Vissers 3's human morph is. I don't know that we've ever, I guess it's just some guy he killed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, could be some guy he killed, could be somebody he uh, did a frowless maneuver on a couple of people he killed.
1: Sure, I'm sure he did that.
0: What did we decide? I think it was like a uh, somebody in like the um, Max Leach. There was some <laughs> guy in. <laughs> there was some guy in like the uh, the dedication pages at one point called Max Leach, and I yeah, I think that's his. I think that's Visor Three's human morph's name.
1: Okay, all right, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, Max Leach.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, right? <laughs>
1: Uh, Did we get to the Hork-Bajir that are playing poker?
0: (laughs) Yeah, they do the dogs playing poker thing, but with Hork-Bajir.
1: Can I please get a painting of that? I want that so bad. (laughs) Just the dogs playing poker, but it's Hork-Bajir. It'd be great. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it would be good. If you're a a diehard Yerky Boys fan and you want to send us some uh, fan art.
1: (laughs) If someone hasn't done that. If someone hasn't... Illustrated this specific scene that lasts for two pages in book thirty-three of Animorphs. Then I don't even know what's going on.
0: I bet someone has. I'm not gonna lie.
1: I don't think they have. Search for it right now. Let's bet. <laughs> nah, I don't wanna. Are you searching for it? Are you uh, type? Are
0: you Googling it? I'm Googling it. Wow. Um, I'm
1: sure. Sh- I really. I didn't think you would ever look something up during the show. Oh, oh, I found something. No. Come on. I, I found something. It. You did not find it. it's hentai, isn't it? <laughs> Just click and see. Oh, I've been sent I've been sent a link to a Reddit fan art challenge. Oh my god. <laughs> Someone fucking drew it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
2: I hope well, you're happy. <laughs> well,
1: thanks to user Torrential, but it's a se- T seven instead of a second T in the name. We'll have to post a link to this in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's good. <laughs> there they are. There's the hork pitcher playing
0: poker around the there. Table. They are. Holy yeah, the shit! Little pencil and paper drawing here. That
1: should have been the inside cover.
0: Yeah, right? But then then they couldn't have put the Andalite in it. No, but they could, could Look, he's in well, the fan art. He's watching. Yeah, that's true. They were watching, although I think Tobias was a bird at the time, but they could ah, have just, whatever. you know, artistic license. Yeah, they don't Yeah. Who cares? You're right.
2: <laughs> well,
1: now I need to commission someone to paint this, to use this sketch <laughs> as an outline and paint it, and this is going on my wall <laughs> above Go the contact. fireplace
0: contact torrential and uh, see what they say I will
1: god damn <laughs> I can't believe it nothing oh, better on a, on a podcast than when the hosts discuss something that is purely visual
0: <laughs> yeah especially when we weren't even planning to see you have you honestly have no idea anyway uh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I what, are you, what are you going to say about Tobias? I don't
1: right? know. He said something. To, I wrote down that Tobias can bullseye womp rats in his T-16.
0: <laughs> I don't even know where that is. I on. think
1: he says something about like, they're like, are you sure you'll, you can like, he's an Andalite and he's like, Oh, my vision as a hawk is so good. I can do this. And that oh, yeah. says something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> that sounds like something he would say. Uh, <laughs> Uh, talk about Lasker four five four, who is uh, one of the Yerks on surveillance duty. Uh, right. Or I'm sorry, Laxar, Laxar four five four. Uh, I also appreciate them getting pissed off at Visser three and uh, and just being like, he gets all mad about the fucking flies everywhere, you know. And he, then he decides to hold an outdoor event. Yeah, like we can keep every animal out of an outdoor event. The fuck is his problem?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the controllers are like, Visser 3 is fucking stupid. Yeah, no, There's they are not birds, pleased. what are you going to do about it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> can't really stop it.
1: This one security guy has apparently been forced to stare at the uh, camera screens. <laughs> what the fuck's the word for that?
0: Yeah, the, the security yeah. footage. But yeah.
1: he, like, if he looks away, he'll die. Is what we're assuming.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they just like do not move their heads or look away at all. And Tobias is like, "Oh, Mister Three probably said he'd kill him or something." Yeah,
1: which is also which is still ridiculous. Like, they don't they, they know he's not in the room.
0: <laughs> yeah, but what if he walked in? You never know.
1: is isn't he on the cameras? Probably. <laughs>
0: That's probably true. Well, I think most of them are pointing at the tunnel that leads into the, the okay. little kitty tunnel.
1: Then it's, it's just the guys in this room, the guy watching the screens that I question. There's also a bunch of guys playing poker, so what are they doing? <laughs> Mr. Yeah, 3 right? didn't they're... threaten them with death?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I guess poker's fine. Uh, <laughs> now, these one of these guys here, you know, the, Tobias has given them nicknames based on uh, what they're wearing. And uh, funny, you you out there are Rex Morgan fans. You might have uh, given a little shout (laughs) when when he referred to one of the guys as Muddy Boots. Oh my god. (laughs)
2: This (laughs) reference
1: is for no one. (laughs) It's for you. (laughs) I did it for you. The crossover of Animorphs, rereaders, and Rex Morgan fans.
0: You have to be a current Rex Morgan fan, like I read within the past year or however long ago that was.
1: This is this podcast sucks. God damn it! Just don't it's, don't look it up. Don't worry about it. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, oh I, don't, I don't know, if,
0: believe it or not, Rex Morgan uh, is not worth your time. <laughs> oh my
1: god! Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, fuck! All right. So,
2: All right. this tunnel. So they,
0: they went in the tunnel. Uh. Th- th- like I said, Axe is running a distraction while Tobias goes in the tunnel. Rachel's on him. She's like a fly. All right. She's like
2: a fly. She's going to ride a bird. She can't That'll see be... where
0: Jake is. You'll make that one for next time. Okay. That'll be a bonus song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... So Tobias uh, goes to the tunnel. He immediately comes face to face with the whole bunch of uh, Hork-Bajir and uh, Chapman and also a very pretty preppy looking girl uh, named Subvisor 51 or Taylor, who uh, he says looks a lot like Rachel if she were several years older. Um, She has like a high tech prosthetic arm that she ends up like punching Tobias with. Uh, he pretends to demorph uh, into an andalite, and as soon as he does that, uh, Taylor immediately fills the room with uh, a stun powder, I guess, and uh, and everybody drops over stunned except for her, like including Chapman and all of her because she took the antidote. Um, so Tobias is uh, is taken, uh, paralyzed and half morphed away, and uh, Rachel falls off him because she can't hold on in flymorph. Uh, so, so she is not going to be able to follow him, and No one knows where Tobias is going. Um, so t- he, he, Tobias is taken away. He's taken to a clear, uh, holding cell. It's like a, a small little, I don't know. It's clear walls in the middle of a room. And, uh, he immediately demorphs or as Taylor assumes he morphs back into a bird. Um, Visser three shows up and he calls in. Sinegert Syne- Sinegert and Sing, and Sing S-I-N-E-G-E-R-T and Sing his two devoted scientists um, to test the ray on Tobias and of course the ray doesn't work uh, because he's already demorphed and Vessor 3 dumps uh, the scientists into a taxon pit um, and he's like uh, SubVisser 51 uh, make sure this guy demorphs and then he leaves Tough break, uh, buddy. Tough break, buddy. First thing we discover here is that Visser Three has a Rancor pit, but it's filled with Taxons.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that is what it is. That's pretty good. Well, Rancor, a Rancor pit, not a Sarlacc
0: pit. No, no, not a Sarlacc pit. Kind of the, the Sarlacc's same thing. like out in the open, just a natural pit. This is like a trap door in the floor that just opens up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just not. I yeah. just you know. I hear. Blank pit, I think Sarlacc.
0: Hmm. That's fair.
1: Do they call it a rank? Do they refer to it as a. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone call it the Rancor pit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I was just uh, thinking it's the. Because I, I was thinking <laughs> of this as the Taxon pit. So, you know, then I was like, it's like the Rancor. So, yeah. I call it the Rancor pit now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, why not? It's a fine name for it. Yeah. I have questions about this tunnel. Okay. So this tunnel, was it Was it just a trap? Like, were they actually ever making an entrance to a yurk pool here? Or is this, j- all of this was just to catch an Animorph? Do
2: we know? Good
0: question. The Animorphs <laughs> seem to be talking as though it was all just a trap. But, like, maybe they're making it for real, too. And, I, they you know, maybe they'll party. reference it in later books. And then we'll know. Maybe.
1: But they, like, go through so much with the security and all this inviting people to this meeting and everything that it seems like they're... Well, and Eric, too, is like, oh, yeah, they're planning something big at this uh, new mm-hmm. multimedia center. It's not just a multimedia center. it's an, There's going to be an entrance to a York pool. So his information indicates, unless they're, again, he, he's just completely... Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. What's the fucking word? Out of the loop? No, but he's Uh, compromised. Compromised. That's what it is.
2: (laughs) We we,
1: we either have to assume that he is, or that this was an entrance to the York Pool, also somewhere. Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, it does make sense that they're they're building an entrance to the York Pool, and they just because it's a big event, they assume Andalites will be there, so they set a trap too. But like, you are right, they. They talk about it beforehand, where they're like, "Boy, what a dumb place to put an entrance to the York Pool! How stupid do they think we are? It's it's obviously a trap or something." Yeah, I don't know. But also, yeah, it's the entrance is in a tunnel on a playground. So I don't.
2: You have to are
0: open they open it with a keypad? Oh, you do. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I still am not quite sure how that works exactly. I'm like,
1: is the plan that little kids will go in there and they'll just infest them and send them back out?
0: (laughs) That would be funny, uh, but it is a problem because you end up with a whole lot of like three-year-old hosts, which probably is not that good. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not that good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: All right.
1: Anyway, whatever. It's
0: fine. I'm just we- imagining a parent with their their uh, their three year old kid, and the kid's like, "Mommy, it's been two days since I've been to the community center. We have to go tomorrow." No, no, we can go on there. No, we have to go tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, how
1: did Aftran work that out? She's like six or whatever. Didn't we decide that? Yeah, she's
0: young anyway. I don't know.
1: I guess when you if you go to school, you can sneak away. Anyway. Sure. Maybe it's just voluntary. <laughs> anyway. Taylor.
0: Yeah, we meet Taylor here.
1: Which, by the way, this is the halfway point of the book. I was reading this almost starting to wonder, was he wrong? And this is not the Taylor <laughs>
0: book? <laughs> no, this is the Taylor book.
1: <laughs> no, it, yeah, it happens. It's It happens here. I guess it's a Taylor book. I don't, I don't. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to the, I don't know. I'm unclear. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the end, but mm-hmm. we meet, we meet Taylor sub viscer 51, which is pretty low. That strikes me as not a great, impressive rank.
0: <laughs> yeah. What the hell is um Chapman's rank? I don't think we ever know.
1: I'm not sure, but he's got to be, I guess he's not a viscer, but he's got to be like sub viscer 10 or something, right? He's got to be yeah. up there.
0: I mean, it feels like at sub 51, you've still got to be, like, you've got to be in, like, the top 200 Yerks in the entire Empire, right? Yeah, I guess we're not, I'm limiting it
1: to, I'm thinking of just Earth, but if there's, yeah, Yerks all over the galaxy. I have no idea how many we're dealing with, so. Yeah. Maybe yeah, 51's pretty good. Yeah, that is a good question.
0: We've never met, like, visor 300, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, and, like, where does it, where does it stop? Like, how many Viscers are there, and then where does the sub start?
0: Yeah, or do the
1: subvisors inner interweave?
0: <laughs> yeah, like what's the what's the difference between subvisor one and the lowest visor?
1: Yeah, these are questions that I I have. I need the visual I mean, dictionary.
0: Even as a kid, I do remember questioning this and just being like, "What what what happens if subvisor fifty and subvisor fifty one disagree on something? Like like that's got to be such a small difference in rank." It seems stupid to not just be like, okay, you guys are all subvisors, right? Right. Like, like that's one rank, or like, like, like yeah, ranks
1: subvisor A, and then there's subvisors yeah. B. Yeah, it's yeah. Strange. It
0: seems crazy that everyone needs a different rank.
1: Yurks are bureaucrats, right? They just love <laughs> they love that part of it. <laughs> that's Clearly, fun for them. I guess
0: the Council of Thirteen is anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Council of Thirteen, the High Table, loves it.
0: High table, yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, 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 Had something else and I lost it. (laughs) I mean, oh yeah. So, yeah. Also, thought it was kind of interesting. Speaking of Chapman, she calls him Chapman. We 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 don't know Chapman's Yerk's name. She just calls him Chapman. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes sense that she would, as we learn more about her later, but that is a good question. Do we ever, I can't think of Chapman's, your uh... I mean, Seropedia would know, but... Yeah. I mean, would it...
1: <laughs> well, you're right.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It's fucking Innis226. Yeah, the... Why do I, I know that. that's,
1: I know that name. Why is it so, when did we learn that? Because it's very familiar.
0: We learned that, like, right off the bat, like, book one or two.
1: Like, does he tell you that? How do you find out?
0: Uh yeah, I don't remember how you find out, but, like, at the very <laughs> least, like, we see some shit with like, him talking to Visser 3 in book two.
1: Maybe it's just so memorable because it's, like, the first time we hear a Yurk's name. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, all right, sure, great. So that's, it's still weird. Why doesn't she call him Innis226? Whatever, I guess it's just easier human brain.
0: I think it kind of makes sense because we're going to see that Taylor is a little bit more, a little bit less yurky in her behavior. Like, even here Mm. we see, like, she starts off kind of acting like less like a sub and more like a petulant teenager to Chapman. Like, she has a whole lot of things where she's just like, shut up, Chapman, oh my God.
1: It is, yeah, I I don't know. How much should we talk about Taylor right now, or should we wait until more is revealed?
0: Yeah, I've got the reveal stuff later, but...
1: All right, well, we can start with just the fact that she's got an Iron Man hand.
0: Oh, that's true, yeah.
1: She's got, she just, like, shoots shit out of her arm. (laughs) She's got spores and lasers, probably. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I wish. She, yeah, I wish she did shoot more shit out of her hand. Why doesn't she use uh, like? Why doesn't she use lasers? She should have a laser hand.
1: Yeah, like it should be like Inspector Gadget over here. Uh, That's I, a good idea. The first thing I did think when we we're introduced to her was maybe Taylor is kind of like for the Yerks, the equivalent of the Droid.
0: <laughs> How so?
1: Well, you know, like the drone is Crayax's evil little guy, and Taylor's their evil little guy.
0: <laughs> oh, like she, like she's no, gonna be I the, don't get it.
1: The, like she's kind of in charge of the mission of the Monster of the Week cases. She's there when it's like, well, Mister Three is a little too big for this, so this is a Taylor thing. Mm-hmm. And this is a droid thing. I don't know, I feel like if if you're if we are playing chess like on the two sides that maybe Taylor and Drode would both be rooks or something.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If we were playing chess between Krayak and Visser 3. <laughs> and Yurks, yeah.
1: <laughs> His pawns would be howlers.
0: <laughs> and he'd have a drode. I don't know what the rest of that's getting filled out with. <laughs> well, you have to read the rest of the books to find out. mm Okay. Okay.
1: One of, Oh, one of them is, is, um, mean Rachel.
0: Mm. Why didn't the,
1: the drode should have gone after mean Rachel.
0: Right. They're like always trying to like last book. The, the drode should have showed up. You mean? Yeah.
1: yeah well, Cause remember when they're always in the, the drode's like Rachel, the Krayak would love to have you on his side. Yeah. He could have. Mean Rachel would have signed up in a heartbeat.
0: That's true. Drode should have showed up. What the fuck was the Drode doing? Missed opportunity. Yeah, I think the problem is that the Elemist also wants Mean Rachel. <laughs> is there a pact that
1: they're not allowed to fuck with them like that, maybe? Is that part of the rules? I don't know.
0: They've got rules. Who knows what their rules are?
1: God, I love the Drode. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> well, sorry all right taylor we have we taylor keep though. the
0: droid in our thoughts yeah we have taylor okay yeah we do have taylor i do i do like taylor as a character quite a bit um i where I, I don't like the droid uh <laughs> all right so okay um droid better than taylor go ahead excuse you so what follows here is a very uh long series of segments and i'm i'm just kind of kind of put them all together here but like it lasts a long ass time where uh taylor is basically torturing tobias to try to get him to demorph into an andalite um she has a button that she can press a red button that makes him like feel pain directly like it taps directly into his nervous system makes him feel pain uh it uh I don't know if any of you are familiar with um, the Harry Potter series. It's kind of mm. problematic, but it's kind of like the oh, Cruciate Discourse from that, if you know anything about that.
1: Is that how you say
0: uh, it? Is that right?
1: I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce it. Go That's ahead.
0: how I always said it. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll let you know. I haven't unlocked that one in my game yet. <laughs> Whoa, somebody's being a real problem head here. Um, all right, so <laughs> Tobias cares. uh he like turns to his inner hawk to survive it, right His like primal hawk brain can handle it better than the human. and um as the waves of pain pass over him, we start getting these excerpts from his life that are written these like long passages written like in italics, uh where we are getting like all his negative memories we, uh, like, do a scene where, like, he makes a, a drawing in school that gets selected for a prize, and he tries to show it to his uncle, and his uncle tells him to fuck off. There's, like, a bit where a bully, uh, named Rick Status beats the shit out of him, uh, that sort of thing. Um, he's, like, banging against the walls and losing feathers in his real life, um, and, uh, anyway, he's not breaking and uh, Taylor figures out, oh, it's because he's um, he's retreating into the hawk uh, hawk morph. I have to bring out the the sentient Andalite or whatever. Um, so she also has a blue button that gives pleasure. So <laughs> she presses the pleasure button to make him happy. Oh God. <laughs> Excuse you? No, what, I, what are you doing over there? No,
1: nothing. It's just this is very, it's a little bit obscene is all. Hmm.
0: Well, anyway, she, she presses that button, and uh, and he, get, he gets, like, happy memories. The same thing with the uh, excerpts and stuff. Um, notably, the, the most notable to me is that when he remembers some lady named Professor Powers who caught him stealing berries as a child and invites him into her house and bakes him stuff... Anyway, she's, like, switching back and forth between the pain and the pleasure and, and like, taunting him that he'll be trapped as a, a a bird soon.
2: I
1: mean, how many goddamn fetishes were born out of this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this shit is sick. It's Fucking disgusting! Fucking, dig- a million degenerates were born from this book, including you. I think.
0: I, I I'm I'm thinking that y- the, you you doth protest too much. I'm thinking maybe you had some some got some ideas when you were reading this. Yeah, and I didn't want to have them. <laughs> the book made me have them. Yeah. No. I mean, what about uh, when when Taylor is all like, it's all about the contrast, right? You you know about the contrast.
1: I do think the talk contrast is important
0: talked about the contrast before usually in the context of oreos
1: yeah but sometimes here as well
0: yes i think that you have done that here the, as well
1: there's too. you just, there's so much to cover get through what you just covered <laughs> there's.
0: i lot. know i i would i was gonna like split it up but like honestly it's just like okay taylor tortures him and then she tortures him some more <laughs> and then there's like all this other shit going on in there too but yes there's there's a lot what do, you, what do you want from me?
2: I mean,
1: okay, let's start with the fact that uh, this is our second reference to Andalites being claustrophobic.
0: Oh, yes. I, I think it's a lot more than second. I think they talked about it before in the like, Chronicles. I, I don't
1: know. To me, there's a difference between liking open spaces and being claustrophobic. I don't know that one mm. necessarily begets the other. <laughs> I mm. think maybe Aloran happens to be a little claustrophobic and Visser three just assumes that's what all andalites are like.
0: Maybe I'll go back and reread those books and, and double check and see me. Cause, cause they might say i control
1: F claustrophobic every, every book, but I I don't know. I just, I don't know. There is also a part here where uh, Tobias says that the hawk in him feels claustrophobic, not the andalite though. He says the hawk.
0: Right, because he's actually human.
1: Well, he is part Andalite.
0: That's sort of true, and in, in a sense,
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, he also says there's no room to demorph or morph. In I don't, I don't understand the size of this cube.
0: <laughs> uh, originally, when he's being taken to the cube, when he's like oh, paralyzed, that's a different like cube. In. Yeah, they take they they stuff him in a in a thing and then she takes him to this cube and then that cube dissolves around him and he's in a bigger cube and that's when he demorphs.
1: All right. I guess I didn't understand <laughs> a lot there of, were two <laughs> a,
0: a lot of cubes going on in this part of the story. He's trapped and he's being tortured. That's the important part.
1: Okay. So <laughs> I did think, okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Where, where should I just keep going? Are there any general areas we should start with here?
0: What do you mean by that?
1: I don't know. Is there a, a, a direction you want to steer this conversation is, or should I just ramble? Is is what I'm asking.
0: Go ahead and ramble. I can. I could steer it, but go ahead and ramble. Here's a broad one that maybe you won't like. Now, mm, okay. I will say, and maybe this
1: changes, but this section of this book. The note that I wrote down is Taylor is kind of boring as a villain. <laughs> hmm. Because what is she in this, as up in, at this point? Now, we mm-hmm. we haven't learned about her backstory yet. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's just, she, it's the same thing we've seen. It's a Yerk who's mean. She thinks Andalites suck, she tortures them. There's not like anyone could be opera could be pressing these buttons, and it doesn't really at this point is just kind of one note to me.
0: That is fair. Uh, I do think I mean, I I like Taylor because of like what is going on with her backstory as we get later on. I think you're right about that here that we haven't really learned why Taylor's that interesting yet. Although, I do think that like. To me, this particular piece uh, is is like a lot more intense than most. Like you're not finding any other villains that were, we're just spending like 10 chapters straight and all like just torturing the main character. Um, like not even <laughs> Visser 3 is actually doing that ever, which does kind of like position Taylor to be like, oh, what the hell is going on with this crazy chick type of thing. Um, and I do think she gets interesting. Uh, maybe you don't think the payoff is there for it.
1: I mean, I suppose it's it's novel that she is like a teenage girl. <laughs> again, also kind of weird. I don't know. Or what are we supposed to read into this that Tobias keeps thinking she looks like Rachel? Is this his internal, like, that's what Rachel maybe could turn out to be is mean? <laughs> is this the mean Rachel again for Tobias?
0: Yeah, I mean, I do think... And I guess, I guess this also is getting into like more of what Taylor, what's actually going on with Taylor. But, um, like, I do think there's supposed to be some kind of, of through line there in terms of, uh, comparison, like Taylor as girl and York, Tobias as boy and Hawk, and then Taylor reminds him of Rachel. It's a bit confused, uh, I wish that I had thought up a uh, like a more coherent through line, but I do. S- it feels like there is something going on there.
2: Or Tobias
1: um, just thinks all blonde girls look the same. <laughs> Maybe I don't know.
0: <laughs> that could be too. That could be too. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Taylor's also. We we learned that her specialty is humans, right? Like the... so that's her expertise. Is she she's the go-to for studying humans, torturing humans.
0: I guess just torturing in general, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought she, doesn't she say she's like a human expert though, at some point?
0: Yeah, she, she is a human expert. Or at least she considers herself to be a human expert.
1: Okay. I, I, I'll, let me, let me say this, I guess. I don't know. I'm if i I don't want to be too negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just say, I mean, whether, even though I tailor at this point, it's like, whatever, overall this just this whole long sequence that we're getting into here where he's being tortured it, I I think it's w- probably one of the most memorable uh sequences mm-hmm. that we've had in in Animorphs thus far it's uh it, it's it feels very 1984. it feels very uh there are four lights that's for Kay Applegate a little Star Trek mm-hmm. reference mm-hmm um, and I it's also like it's very, it doesn't hold back. I mean, it's not, she's not cutting yeah. off fingers, but it's very fucked up. It's very dark. It's, and, and I think the flashback sequences are well executed too, the way that they're mixed together with the present day torture. I, I thought all of this stuff was really good and. It's the first time we really get a window into Tobias's past directly. Like mm-hmm. I mean there, I mean, there aren't really flashbacks in these books, so
0: <laughs> no, this
1: is the this is our only time to really get to see something like that. And I thought it was all very well done.
0: Yeah, I, I think I like, I do really like the writing here. Um, I like the way that it sort of like moves in and out of lucidity. Uh, right. Where, where like we're in a flashback, we're in the present, we're in some just like garbled thoughts that connect them, but don't necessarily apply to either. Uh, I think it's well done. Um, and, and I really, I really appreciate it, uh, for that. Um, they do rehash a lot of the old themes here, but in like very abstract ways. Um, like there's, there's some of the like kill to eat and kill to survive stuff in there where he's thinking about like, there's a bit where he's like imagining himself as a, like as the, a wolf who's being like chased down in a helicopter and shot and, and saying like, oh, the wolf doesn't know the difference between that and him chasing down the caribou. But like, I'm also a human, um, the way in which he he retreats from his human pain into his bird side and then he's brought back out into like this sort of greater understanding which like forces him to be human again um you see some of that split the like i it does a good job kind of using the like boy bird um split that Tobias has uh even though I don't necessarily know that it has anything new to say about it,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's ki- is that it's kind of par for the course, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. I
0: mean, I just, th- yeah, yes. Uh, it is kind of par for the course that it doesn't have that much new to say. But I do think that it uses it well. Does that make like like the way yeah. that you might be like, this is a good payoff for the fact that you've established that is that now we can do this kind of strange, you know, pseudo dream type sequence almost.
1: Yeah, Tobias also shits himself.
0: Oh yes, he does. <laughs> That's true. Can
1: he though? Is my question, because he's a he's a bird.
0: <laughs> right. He's not bird wearing shit. pants.
1: Yeah, but he says he fouled himself is the quote. He well, went
0: all over he's like flapping around, sliding all over the bottom of the ca- I think he like sprains his wing, flapping, he's like losing feathers. He could foul himself. I don't know. I feel like he's he just fouling. He's a foul, he's, wouldn't you think?
1: I guess, yeah. You're, yeah. For that, yes. <laughs> I just think he's fouling the cube. I don't know. I feel like you hmm. got to be wearing pants to foul yourself.
0: Hmm. I don't know. It just seems. <laughs> I,
1: I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking questions.
0: <laughs> what do you think about Professor Powers?
1: I don't I don't really think anything about oh. Professor Powers. <laughs> Do you think their and- first name is Austin? <laughs>
0: I reading that and being like, it feels like this isn't a real memory that he has. It feels like, <laughs> like, like he's trying to remember the good things in his life. Oh, I remember when I was picking berries, and then, oh no, the old lady saw me, and I thought I was in trouble. But then she brought me in for a pie, and her name was Professor Power. Like, this is some shit where he, like, wafted toward the window, <laughs> you know what I mean, on the smell waves. This isn't a real thing that happened to him.
1: It really does kind of seem like Tobias's childhood was a rolled doll novel, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His his mean uncle raises him and doesn't care about him, and he's like an artist, and he's like, well, come on, boy, your drawings stink. <laughs> and throws him away. That's <laughs> sort of what his life was.
0: It sort of is. There's also kind of a sub-theme in here where he's remembering being with all his um like friends. And and being and, and there's like a, a bit that's about to come up where Taylor's like, your friends will always betray you and he's like, Mine won't. So that's kind of sweet, I guess. I don't know.
1: Sure, why not? It's nice. Sure. I think it's nice.
0: Yeah, it's good. Did Taylor invent this torture device? That's a good question. I I feel like maybe she did. <laughs> I have to like again I have to assume
1: she did otherwise I just don't like it, literally anyone could stand there and push these buttons like why is it her and not just a any Horkbejir anybody
0: Yeah She uh, uh she must have she's good at she's much better than um Seingert and Sing Seingert.
1: <laughs> and um
2: uh, yeah, I, I don't, I
1: don't, I just, I'm just curious about how this thing works exactly. <laughs>
0: it <laughs> like, taps it into his brain. Just makes And it makes you the neurons.
1: Pain and pleasure. Sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know how it's hooked up. Like, is it a, I guess it's, it's in the it's same sh- array of buttons as the morphing ray. Maybe it's a, is it like, does it shoot him? And then he feels that? I was assuming. Like yeah, wire him up.
1: That it was contained to this cube. It was like shooting like r- r- waves of some kind. Like, into the cube. Yeah, that
0: could be. I swear she uses it on Tobias later outside the cube, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: Uh, It's very possible, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in our outline here, you have four scenes still to go.
0: Yeah. They're kind of short, but uh, each one, like, I felt like you needed to talk about. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I think I have... One
1: note for each scene. <laughs> and I had about forty notes for the scene we just discussed. So
0: well, listen, i'm 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 listen.
1: I just am not sure how this is gonna break down, is all
0: well, well the the rest of it, I might just like describe some stuff and we can talk about it and then and move on. It'll just be fast. Th- that's what we always do. That's not different. It's fine. Sure. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: I'm not worried about it.
0: All right. So well, okay. So so the 2-hour limit passes, right, for for Tobias and um and Taylor is like she's fucking pissed, right? Um right. and uh Tobias light. tries to get Mhm.
1: You said and uh so I said light. Oh, yes.
0: Makes <laughs> sense. Uh all right. So Tobias, uh, you know, tries to get Taylor talking so she won't keep torturing him, and we get to find out her backstory, which we've been kind of alluding to. Um, so Taylor is a voluntary controller, right, and she used to be the prettiest, most popular girl in school, um, but then there was, like, a fire. She got caught in a fire, and she lost an arm and a leg, and, uh, and she also lost half of her face, um, and all of her old popular friends, like, turned their backs on her because she was, like, ugly and monstrous looking. Um, and, but the sharing repaired her body and gave her, you know, the, she's a subvisor now, she's got power, whatever. And uh, and she hates and mistrusts humans, and she kind of wants them all to be conquered. Um, and one thing that happens during this section is that the, the host and the yurk seem to swap which one is I, like, continuously here. Like, it feels like Taylor very much seems to be both Taylor and Subvisor 51. Like, these are not, it's not like Subvisor 51's controlling her. Like, she'll, she'll literally say, like, and then they took me down to the pool where I was waiting. And then I infested me, is basically what she's saying in this section. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) I infested Um, me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this is kind of what I was, uh, Saying earlier, you you do see like Taylor is is both Yerk and girl together. Uh, there is a parallel there with Tobias. I think the fact that like half her face got burnt off is maybe you know what I mean. Like she lost half her body and got it replaced. There there's some there is some thematic overlap with the t- the half and half Tobias with the Rachel split in half. Like I said, I don't know that it's strong, but it is it does seem to be like there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There it's there's something you can read it. You have to read into it yourself, is the thing. <laughs> the book doesn't do that work for you. <laughs> well,
0: there there is a point where it specifically says like she's half your calf girl and I'm half hawk, half boy, and Tobias keeps saying she's oh, like yeah, Rachel. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, I
1: the, the boy, the, the relation between her and him, I see, I don't know, the Rachel stuff is, feels like an afterthought, but...
0: That's fair. I did, like, there's a part, like, way earlier where uh, where she's, like, Taylor and Rachel are, like, uh, uh, night and day, or at least night and twilight.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It um, works.
0: I mean maybe maybe it's notable that Tobias is uh he got his life torn apart and destroyed after coming from a bad life, and now he's noble and good, and Taylor got her life destroyed after coming from a good life, and now she's vindictive mm. and evil. I don't know. That's it, interesting. They I, I like this character. She's like the mm. General Grievous. Yes. Yes. Pretty General Grievous.
1: The Gerode is a lot like General Grievous too. You don't think General Grievous is pretty?
0: Well, I think the droid well, is pretty. Uh, General Grievous is kind of pretty. <laughs> Thank you. I do I, also like General Grievous a lot as a villain, and uh, I I feel like we might have differing opinions on that.
1: I like General Grievous, uh, for reasons that are not <laughs> present in Star Wars Episode Three.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You're right. Same. <laughs> Okay. I agree with that. <laughs>
1: okay. We can move on from Star Wars now. Please, please, please. The whole thing here where Tobias is, manip- that's his tactic. He's manipulating her. Essentially, mm-hmm. he's getting her to talk and lose her shit. It feels like it works too well and too quickly. It also feels more like something Cassie should be doing mm-hmm. and not like Tobias's M.O., uh, well,
0: it's just it's just because they're meant for each other. Because like, what gets her is when Tobias says, "You're very pretty." I mean, oh no. for uh, by by what I understand, of human standards, of course.
1: Are we shipping them now? Is this a thing? Because that didn't even occur to me.
0: Uh, oh, maybe. Maybe oh, No. Maybe. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, not really, but like, listen, listen. Maybe she also wants to fuck a bird. Can you blame her?
2: I, well, we all
1: everyone wants to fuck a bird. I don't, I don't know. I also really quick. I forgot. I do want to point out in our Tobias flashbacks, we got a mention of dude, the cat.
0: Oh, we did. Yes.
1: So that was, that was exciting for me. That was a highlight.
0: Yeah. That was a happy moment was one time he pet dude.
1: He found the spot on dude's head to scratch that makes him close his eyes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That's nice. Taylor would probably kill dude.
1: <laughs> Taylor's a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah, I, her back, I, you know, I, I, okay, as we were alluding to again, her backstory definitely makes her more interesting. I, I don't know that I fully love the way it's revealed. It just feels like mm. a lot in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like, she's clearly unhinged, but... I don't really know why she's spilling her guts like this all of a sudden to this Andalite. It's feels like too much.
0: Mm-hmm. I, Maybe she's I don't know. worrying that Visser three is gonna kill her because he's <laughs> trapped now.
1: They didn't. Uh, it feels too much like the writer just being like, "We had to." Isn't this cool? I wanted you to know this backstory, so she'll just tell
0: you it. It's not elegant, mm-hmm. I suppose. I see. So if you cut out some of the um, messing around in the first half of the book and fleshed her out in that space, maybe it would be better.
1: Or maybe if she just didn't tell tell you in so much detail. It just feels mm-hmm. like she was she was waiting for somebody to ask. Like, she's so ready to give this well,
0: monologue. She's, she's a narcissist. What do you want? I
1: guess. I guess. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, maybe there is a difference. Because, like, when I think of this character, I'm mostly – a lot of it is kind of like, okay – Remember that, you know, as far as this book goes, like, remember that really, like, this the, the book where Tobias just gets tortured for half the book, and it's, like, interesting and, and well-written, and I, I it, like you said, it's very impactful and memorable, and who's the character doing it? Oh, it's Taylor. Oh, and she's got this interesting backstory. Yeah, da 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 da, 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 da. Um, and, and, like, if you're sort of remembering that... You know what I mean? Like if you're taking it in from a lore perspective, it might be different than the act of the actual act of reading it for the first time, which is not something I remember doing.
1: I think the uh, an issue for me. I think what would fix this is it's it's too soon. If if Taylor was around for a couple books and we were like, oh, this new villain, and then you find out she has a tragic backstory then that's mm-hmm. interesting. But at this point, I don't care enough about her to care about her to, to have an interest in this. Oh, so that's her story. Cause she's just as another torturer. Like, it's just not that exciting mm-hmm. to me. So yeah, I don't know. It just feels like they had this idea for a character and they should have let it take its time a little more.
0: That's how yeah, I feel. That's, f- that's fair enough. I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. Like, like um,
1: yeah. Again, if, If this if the Animorphs is a TV show, if you were making this a show Mm -hmm. in the modern age, it would be insane for this to be one episode, right? (laughs)
2: Yes,
0: that's true. To
1: introduce this character and and they do all this and then you also find their backstory. (laughs) Like, that's crazy.
0: I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe.
1: (laughs) It's got to at least be a (laughs) two-parter. All
0: right. I don't know. I could see it. Uh, Alright, well, uh, eventually Taylor does just continue torturing Tobias, and he can feel himself dying, uh, and as he's dying, he has a vision. Um, he finds, like, a tailblade in the woods, and then he's on the Andalite homeworld, and Elfangor is here, and presses his tailblade against Tobias's head, and, uh, and Tobias feels Elfangor's memories pouring into him. We get, like, a space battle memory... Um, around a around a desbedine tanker. I don't think we've heard about the desbedine before. Um, <laughs> we also get a memory of his battle on the taxon homeworld, a memory of being on a dome ship. Um, and I'm just going to say now, even though we find it out slightly, not that much later, uh, but we find out later from Axe that this is like an ancient Andalite belief called Utsum, where memories are, like, passed down through lineages, and they, they appear, like, just before death to, like, ease suffering. And, of course, Andalites are rational people, and they don't believe in what the old shamans used to say anymore. But, like, whoa, Tobias just, you know, experienced Utsum.
1: <laughs> sure sounds like magic to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, this part is just straight magic because like you can't like, first of all, the memory encoded in the DNA is kind of stupid. But secondly, he doesn't have Andalite DNA. He has human DNA from Alan Fangor. Like, it's just magic.
2: <laughs>
0: and yeah. Axe goes out of his way to be like, we don't believe in that because that's magic. But damn, you sure did.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I was, I did not understand how this occurred. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this one like legit is just magic.
1: Elemist did it? Sure. Just it's like magic. How like the act itself sounds like magic, but then also the fact that, you know, Elfangor's dead and it, not there. <laughs> right? It's just, this. and they don't, yeah, they don't dwell on it, really. They're just like, oh, this crazy thing happened. I guess when you get tortured, that can happen.
0: (laughs) When you're on the verge of death, your ancestors, they show up. You know?
1: At no point are we supposed to assume that this is a hallucination or something, right? This definitely happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to, well, it is like all in his mind. It's like a hallucination, but like it's, it's like it's like a spiritual hallucination or something. I don't know. It, it, it's like it's like if somebody came to you and they were like, and then and then I saw a white light and then I saw the pearly gates and then I saw angels or whatever and you're like, I've never that is entirely distinct to our culture and I've never described it to you before and you just described it to me perfectly. You know what I mean? It's like you had a vision, but like at this point it's just some mystical thing.
1: yeah. Yeah, I wish they would just admit that that's what it is.
0: Yeah, it sure sure seems like that's what it is.
1: Also, first mention, uh, maybe only other mention besides Andalite Chronicles of Lauren. We got a couple Lauren name drops.
0: Did they do that in book 23? Uh, Because in book 23, there was the whole thing with Tobias' family. I don't know if they actually mentioned Lauren or if they... Just you mean, were like, oh, yeah, my mom abandoned me or some shit.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't think so. Unless he mentions her in the letter or something. I don't yeah. I, I don't remember the name coming up.
0: I'll have to go back and look. But, yes, we get a mention of Lauren. Which also, Just I was thinking I, about that Lauren.
1: I had to take a beat. I was like, who's that again? <laughs> Why does that sound familiar?
0: You don't remember Lauren?
1: You know, I don't remember a lot of things.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Well, it's going to become problematic as we end the series, and you're like, I don't remember half the lore. N? They turn into what? Animals?
1: Half the lore and
0: Oh, whoa. <laughs> Who's this Elfangor guy you're talking about? Learn the lore Well,
1: maybe if they would bring it up, like, once every dozen books to remind me.
0: Well, if they brought it up in 23, then they did bring it up exactly once every Well, like 13, but...
1: (laughs) I don't think they did. Look, I remembered lore, and it just took me a second to conjure it in my mind. Mm. I remembered it after a minute.
0: You know who else they bring up in this book? It's Chapman.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: a full Andalite Chronicles going on here. I
1: remember when he was in that book.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right. So so, Utsum happens. Vissar three shows up. He, uh, he he he. he threatens to kill an eagle that he uh, says is is Rachel if Tobias won't demorph. But it turns out that it was it was a trap. The other, um, the other Animorphs sacrificed that eagle and snuck in on it as fleas or something. And they demorph and start a big fight. And, uh, and they're like Hork-Bajur dying. It's this big fight. Marco's bleeding out. Hork-Bajur electrocuted, whatever. Um, Marco gets Tobias out of his cube and, uh, and Tobias tries to morph Andalite and, um, and Taylor's like, what the fuck? How can you morph? You know, whatever. I'm just going to kill you. And she grabs him half morphed. I think this is where she starts zapping him with the device again, but I could be wrong. Um, Anyway, she goes to throw him off a ledge down into the York pool, and that's when Rachel shows up as a bear, and she is about to kill Taylor, but Tobias demands she doesn't. He's like, be better, don't be evil, Rachel, and then they escape. Um,
1: That's right. Don't kill poor Taylor. Oh, those uh, Horkbidger over there? Fuck (laughs) them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. gotta be, yeah. She's pretty. Uh, Those Horkbidger are kind of ugly.
1: Yeah. Fuck my god child.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: I'd fucking claw that thing's eyes out in an
0: instant. Maybe it's because they're lower rank. You can't kill the high rank ones. That Mm. would be mean. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those ones are just minions.
1: Yeah, who cares about them? I don't know. I, I was trying to skim through. I can't find if and when he gets beamed again. I don't know. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is where, you know, like I said, I wish I had a more coherent uh, like through line with Rachel Taylor, because here we, do, like, there's a scene that, like, visually would work very well. You know, he's specifically, he's like, okay, so here's Rachel as a grizzly towering over Taylor the girl. It's like, one is strong and one is weak. You know, and and Tobias is saying, like, be Rachel, don't be her. I don't know it's it, there's, there's parallels. I just don't know that there's much beyond the fact that they're parallel.
1: Well, it feels like they really should have leaned harder into this being a continuation from the last book.
0: Yeah, that could have been yeah, nice.
1: Yeah. and uh, We also, I mean,
0: we it's get a very full continuation. Last book, they gave us the anti-morphing Ray. And <laughs> this book, we find out they use the anti-morphing Ray. What well, more do you s- want?
1: Still no uncle morphing Ray. <laughs> could have been a good companion we do get tobias's we... uncle maybe he's uncle morphing ray
0: oh shit yeah the yeah, name's
1: right. uncle ray <laughs> hold on a second look at his birth certificate his middle name is morphing <laughs> okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm descending into just the dumbest anyone could ever be
0: how do you how do you feel about uh gafresh? Andalites? Gala! Gala.
1: I like that. I feel like it's been a while since we got any good torque broken English.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I used to I get it all the damn time. Golferching in a long time.
1: We also get Taylor uses a slur. <laughs> she calls the an Andalite, the a filthy grass
0: eater. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a good slur. Filthy grass eater. We need, we need to see more Andalite and York slurs. Like they say like filth, you know, that's like as yeah. close as we get.
1: Yeah, they need a we need a mudblood equivalent. Yeah. Maybe it's this, grass that's eater. The problem
0: is that Kay Applegate <laughs> isn't like bigoted enough to write slurs into her where she didn't she's not like some other authors who were just immediate were like, you know what the problem with this book is? There's not enough slurs in it. <laughs>
1: Well, that's what I'm saying mostly on this podcast.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, your job. That's what you're here for. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway.
0: All right. T- Tobias so, was definitely
1: into Taylor and Rachel fighting, though. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Tobias it. is kind of a kind of a creep.
1: Oh, yeah. Like you. As established. Like
0: earlier, earlier in this book, there's a whole point. I think there's a point where he's like, I was accidentally staring at this guy's girlfriend because I forgot I wasn't like in a meadow half a mile away. He doesn't say like, I just stared randomly. He was like, yeah, I was staring at her, but I didn't realize other people could know, notice that I was doing that. Yeah, that was the part I was
1: saying was like you.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, see, I just don't know about this.
1: Yeah, he just stares like a hawk, just just like pierces into their souls.
0: I just, I just don't know about
1: completely this. unaware just, of his surroundings and his impact on society <laughs> it and other people.
0: Doesn't seem correct.
1: Just, just a strange.
0: I would, I would say this is not right. I think well, the lines up know to me that, that it's not right.
1: It's we're, we can't always see ourselves the way others see us.
0: I, I think, yeah, but I think I understand uh, when you are, you know, being bad. And when you're being truthful, and this isn't uh, the letter, so uh, I think
1: if you're not careful, I might press the pain button instead of the pleasure button.
0: Uh oh! Hold on. Uh-oh, so there's three but buttons the in there. The third one's the anti-morphing ray. But also,
1: I was gonna I was gonna just move past this, but now I have to understand. <laughs> the buttons are in the cube, and Taylor has buttons. Is that
0: correct? Am I not... does that, definitely... I don't think they're in the cube. Why did Taylor I... Taylor has buttons.
1: I swear there was a part where they Tobias might says, on. like, he sees the buttons too, like, in his... I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> I, I will admit that the spatial mechanics of this book are a little wonky. Like, that, it is not... You know, like, it, it's more it's more concerned with just being like, oh yeah, here's all of Tobias's flashbacks and his feelings and all these thoughts. But like when you try to get into like, okay, where like physically in space is he? It's like a cu- cube. Oh, look, 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 look in the room.
1: Hey, here's the quote. I looked at my the okay. glass walls of my cube, yeah. smooth and thick, flawless, featureless, except for one small inset panel. In the panel were three circles, three discs, like oversized elevator buttons. Okay, so I guess there's maybe there's only one set of buttons and she's pushing them. They're on the cube and she's pushing them.
0: Yeah, but like at the end, she like drops the buttons down into the yerk pool. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know. It even says,
1: oh yeah, because he puts his beak, he tries to touch the buttons, but then if there's a force field. And Taylor says, yeah. "Ouchie!"
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets zapped.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit confusing. Whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. What is the? We still don't know. We're gonna need a third anti-morphing ray book to clear up these lingering questions.
0: Yeah, she has a smaller control device for the ray.
1: So she has drops. a. Rem- so it's like a TV. You have buttons on yeah. the TV, and then you have a remote. It does the same okay. thing.
0: Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me, I guess. (laughs) I guess. It's not really... You just kind of deal with it. Don't worry about what's happening. She made the
1: cube first, and then she was like, kind of sucks to have to get up every time. I should do a remote version.
0: That's smart. She's a smart villain.
1: Yeah, yeah. What would you call it if she was having... uh if she was having a breakfast sandwich, what do you think she would get on there?
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't, she, she wouldn't happen to be getting any, any ham on there, would she? Well, if she
1: did, it'd probably be called pork roll. Hmm. So the book is over.
0: The book is over. We get a final scene. They're all at the beach together uh this is where ax talks about it's some whatever and uh and and importantly uh Rachel and Tobias kiss uh before they go flying together whoa
1: <laughs> yeah and according to Seropedia, it says it's the first time they've
0: kissed pretty sure it is yeah
1: maybe in the in the books i, I don't know i think they've kissed before you tell me he's going over there hanging out in her room all the time As not a human. once
0: he hangs out in her room <laughs> as a bird. This is the first time they've kissed as a human. Okay,
1: so she's making out with this bird beak, is what right. you're saying?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Uh sure, I guess so. Um I, I was also thinking is the is the Utsum maybe kinda like the Harak Ooh, It
0: is kind of like a Harak Like
1: when he when Alfangor dies, yeah. he like saved a little bit of that somewhere.
0: Yeah, sure. I don't know. Maybe the Utsum is part of the... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put together a coherent theory on Andalite bullshit someday. I did, did you like... know Axe likes flying kites? Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. I, I wrote, <laughs> of course Axe is into kites.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say, because I know that you know somebody... Who's into flying kites, and you have some some judgmental thoughts and opinions on this person, rightfully so. Thank you. <laughs> Which would lead you to say, "Of course he is."
1: Yeah, fucking kites. Yeah, yeah of course that's your thing, axe you freak. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Yeah, he loves kites.
1: What a nerd! Fucking He's dork.
0: And kite <laughs> kites is a dork activity. Yeah, it sucks. Like you're not fucking Charlie Brown. <laughs> There's two
1: people who are into kites, Mm six-year-olds and physics professors. (laughs) Like, oh, the wind conditions, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Fuck off. No one cares. Uh, I like this book.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I do. I really like this book as well, yeah.
1: It's good. It's one of the darker books, I think, which is saying something.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And yeah, generally, i
1: i like I like stories when people are the stories of people having to endure torture are usually Mm. pretty good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it works for me. Yeah. So even though I I think I like you know yeah that kind of abstract in and out of. Like coherency writing, I like whenever you see some of that, it's good. I think personally, Almost a
1: little bit of a throwback to like the early Tobias books that felt a little more—I don't know if poetic is the right term—but a little more, mm. a little less traditionally structured. Yeah, um, in a in a sense, I don't know. I'll
2: yeah. give you that for yeah. sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of feels like that. And it's good. Like I said, there's some things that I don't like the anti-morphing Ray. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like, I mean, like you don't, you also do not need it at all. This could have Hmm. just been, they were there. It's a New York pool entrance. Let's go find it now. Okay. They wanted Tobias to be the one to volunteer, but it could have been him anyway. Like it doesn't have to be, I don't know. It just feels like too much. You don't need that detail.
0: Yeah, you can, you can, like, I, I like the idea of, like, the clever, Oh, we can trick him, but, uh, yeah, you you could easily have just had Tobias stay there for over two hours, and then they're like, oh, shit, uh, like, how can you still, uh, you know, this should give uh, the irksome some pause as well, I don't think it does, but, like, they captured this Andalite in Morph, and they held him for over two hours, so he was stuck, and now he's she's <laughs> just back to morphing into an andalite. And oh it's, yeah, it's not like this is a human, like like what they have a morphing bird. No, clearly their morphing tech works different somehow, but we don't know how.
1: Well, Taylor says she's like, I don't know how you did that. Like, I don't know what your secret is. Yeah. She is so I don't know. Maybe she's taking that back to the lab.
0: Yeah, figuring it, figure out. it out. Yeah, if so, they still had Seingert and Sing, they could they could ask him.
1: So I don't know that I'm when you when I knew there was a character named Taylor coming. Yeah. I, I my assumption was that maybe it was a kid in their school, maybe it was like another David type or something like that. Mhm. I don't know that I'm terribly excited to see more of Taylor, but I guess I I guess it's for the best like they this is the point of the series where you have to start introducing new characters because we've explored the ones we have a lot. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, and it's also, I guess, you know, another point for the drode is it gives it a little, it's nice to have continuity between the stories that isn't just Visor three being a dick. Mm-hmm. It's something that maybe like we can have a mini arc here of some kind. I don't know if that's going to happen or how long it will take to happen, but, Mm-hmm. I don't know the, the the Taylor part of this was almost incidental to me. Like I really just enjoyed the Tobias's torture uh, fugue state or whatever you want to call it.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I think the character is uh, an interesting one, but yeah, sure. I, I feel what you're saying. <laughs> we'll
1: see. We'll see. I don't know if I'll. We'll see if I if my mind comes around. <laughs> okay, Taylor. Look, she does come back, right? Does she come back? <laughs> Oh, no spoilers. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. Pop but culture But that is references. the sort of
0: thing she would do, isn't it?
1: Is what? Come it's back?
0: Just, <laughs> just not. Like, fuck it, we're done.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean K. Applegate?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, by she I meant K. Applegate, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, and also a similar question, uh, what you said before about you know york's being given pause what are they morphing into dogs Fisher uh, 3 doesn't recognize the one andelite he's ever seen like like he sees tobias in axmorph right at the beginning mm-hmm. so does he go hey that's that one andelite does mm-hmm. he know does he or does he think? Is he just, does he? Can he not or, tell them apart? Like, or me? I guess
0: he doesn't see Tobias in full morph doesn't he? He sees him like Tobias like half morphs Andalite and then half morphs back to Hawk. So I'm not sure he actually sees, but he does see the same Andalite every time. <laughs> so yeah, it's right. not like
1: whatever pop culture references. Yeah, do them. An impromptu speech on the French Revolution. Marco belting out lyrics like his first name was ice or something. (laughs) Goo goo dolls. (laughs) Several big steps past being Montagues and Capulets like Romeo and Juliet. In case you didn't know what they're from. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Catnaps like Napoleon did. Like Joan of Arc without her sword. Patton without his pearl handled pistols. They love Patton references in these books.
0: Jake just loves Patton. He's a Patton head. He loves military history. Now, what about this next one? This next
1: one is pretty good. (laughs) Along those same lines, Saddam without 48 palaces, the special Republican guard, and a jar of anthrax. (laughs)
0: That's great. (laughs) This
1: is an insane thing to write. Pre-9-11. Well, I guess that's Osama, but right still or, no, or yeah they're all kind yeah, of yeah. the same <laughs> what happened back then i don't remember jesus christ dude i meant terrorists not not the people from that region terrorists are all the same
2: <laughs>
1: jesus christ how dare you <laughs> fucking grass eater <laughs> Anyway, this is still a crazy thing to write.
0: It is. It is bonkers.
1: It also uh, says, later, Red Baron. That's like a reference, right?
0: Yeah, sure. It's as much of a reference as Patton. Right. They say
1: something's more Boy Scouty than the Boy Scouts. The sharing. Whatever. Uh, there's an addiction like Rachel and Calvin Klein clearance racks, Neon McDonald's signs, Olympic size indoor pool. That's right. Mm-hmm. The sharing is not the kind of money you make selling Furbies on the black market. I don't know why Furbies were brought into this at all, to be honest with you.
0: When uh, were Furbies uh, big? Because this this would have been around Beanie Baby time. Is this Furb? I guess this is Furby time too.
1: Oh, yeah. This is definitely, I think we're past the peak of both Furbies and Beanie Babies by 99. Okay. We looked this up once. I, or no, you know, this was another, this was an unrelated thing. But Beanie Babies, I think, debuted in 93. Furbies were maybe like 95. I don't know. They were a little later, but still. Anyway. There are Lego tables. Markula. 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 <laughs> Marco do does it. does a Dracula voice and says come into my lair moi, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh he refers to something as so exciting and yet disturbing like a Britney Spears video with guns
0: it's like all uh, tiktok war propaganda these days
1: i don't i just want to repeat like a Britney Spears video with guns
0: right yeah, Marco's not prepared for the current day where you have like you know. You, you,
1: I thought you wrote these down. <laughs> Don't you write them
2: down
0: too? Yeah, I do. What's the problem? Video? With, or I guess I have tanks here.
1: You're welcome.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was barely paying attention because I was like, "Yeah, he's reading that one."
1: uh I, 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 I was prepping for that <laughs> since I wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to say guns. He's going to correct me. Got him.
0: <laughs> oh. The problem is you'd started reading it, and I was just like, right. Yeah, okay. Britney Spears. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This is why you have to pay attention to make my bits work. Mm. Shut up, Chapman. Sorry, you sound like some pun-spouting villain from a Batman movie. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Chapman is fawning over a teenager. Wait, What? <laughs> <laughs> is this right? <laughs> Chapman fawning over a teenager from the pages of a J. Crew catalog. Is that is that what it, he's fawning over her?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's... I mean, that is what it says, but I don't know if that's... Uh... What
1: am I supposed to... I don't remember the context
0: of this. Wait, that, this is because he's he's all like, oh, yes, Taylor, whatever you say, Taylor.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. it's not a good should, look, like, though. Kill
0: him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might be 18. She's a couple years. It so says she's a few years older than them.
1: I think it says a couple yeah. years older than Rachel. Right. Well, a couple
0: Ra- doesn't have to mean two.
1: Rachel might be 14, so, so she's Rachel, 16 max. A couple does mean two.
0: If, if a couple means, say, three in this it, case, because sometimes it, it does, and no, Rachel's 15, then she could be 18. I'm okay. just saying.
1: Okay. Well, it's... Then you can defend Chapman that way if you'd like. <laughs> the rest of us will stick to the meaning of words.
0: That is not what couple means, and it, I will uh, it is die look, on that hill. It,
1: and you will die on that hill. That's fine.
0: You're just incorrect on that one.
1: Get a dictionary, bitch. See who's incorrect. There's more. Like the Queen of Hearts looking for someone to behead. Pat prized the lid off a Rubbermaid container, vast cavern the size of three Astrodomes, and engaged in a game of capital F Frisbee. Good job. There they are, and we have completed book 33, The Illusion, which the illusion was that he's an Andalite, but he's not. That was the illusion?
0: <laughs> uh, I, I guess, yeah.
1: Or was the illusion the trap itself, maybe?
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with that he's supposed to be an delight, but he's not. Yeah.
1: It's not a trick, though. Listeners, you can write in. Let us know what you think the meaning of this title is. Let us know what you think the meaning of the word couple is. And let us know how you feel about Taylor in general or any other thoughts about Animorphs, the series at large. You can email us, theyurkyboys at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show.
0: Yeah, and and you can also subscribe to our um, Patreon, right? Mm Patreon.com slash the Yerky Boys, where we post uh, additional episodes every Thursday. uh, So you can hear us talk about that. What were we doing this week?
2: This
1: week, we're going to be discussing our concepts for an Animorphs
0: theme park. Wow, that sounds very exciting.
1: So this is one of those ones, you know, you know, if you're an Animorphs head, then you're like, oh, they're talking about Xena. Well, who fucking cares? But now you're missing out on premium Animorphs content if you don't sign up. Right. And that's on you. So
0: you should do that.
1: We should just make like one book, like book 37 only on the Patreon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now nah, we never enjoyed it. it.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll put the last book on the page. <laughs> there you go.
2: Okay.
1: Well, everybody, it's been another one. If you want to follow me online, you can go to com. my personal website. I've got YouTube videos. I do another podcast called Geeks on Trial that's pretty fun. If you like my voice, you can hear more of it there. Ugh. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: Well, thanks everyone for listening. Tune in next time when we'll be talking about book 34, The Prophecy in Which Cassie Turns Into a hork on The Yerky Boys.